How are you? I'm Wes Evans, and welcome to the Homebrew Podcast. It's like Lord of the Rings if Lembus bread were made from Guinness and Aragorn had a thick Aran jumper. This is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition show where the people and places are inspired by the beers we drink at the table. Our Dungeon Master Ben is like the games console, and Gav, Lucy, Keelan and myself are the players, mashing the controller trying to beat the stampede level in The Lion King. And we are hoofing beers into us the whole time. Alright, anyway, uh, thanks for checking us out. I hope you enjoy this episode of Homebrew. As famed a dungeon master, Shaka Khan once said, when DMing exclusively for men playing male characters, I'm every woman, all NPCs. Hey, hey, <laughs> I can't tell if I'm slowly coming around to that bit or they are getting better. <laughs> that the, was the, really last good. Been, the last two have been pretty good. Yeah, they've been good. I found my rhythm only 49 episodes in. Uh, <laughs> we're nothing if not perfectionists here. I actually, in my own head, before I introduce the show, we're not live, Paul, right? The, the audience won't see me behind the curtain. I was thinking, no. if I was really good at impressions, I could do, like, as famed Dungeon Master Tim Curry, and then just like, pull out, like, a Christopher Walken, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> the only impression I can do is, like, Watto from Star Wars, and I think it's problematic. Anyway, hey, hey, welcome to Home, <laughs> the show where we avoid the crushing dullness of everyday life, using our two favourite forms of escapism. escapism. Alcohol, and Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I am a Dungeon Master Ben Clifford, and speaking of alcohol, uh, punks, what are we, what are we drinking tonight? I can kick you off. Uh, I started with something from Wicklow Brewery called Ginger Nut. I sort of joined your um, ginger beer train, but unlike the filthy soup takers you guys are, I went for an Irish ginger nut. Oh, <laughs> wait, is Hall's Inventment not Irish? Hall of Inventment is not Irish, no. Oh, it is no. still probably the best ginger beer on the market. So. Yeah, that's a shame. I thought it was. I thought I was representing. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, you are. You're just someone West. else. Yeah, you're representing Hall of Inventment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Wes, um, what are you drinking today? I am uh, dipping into the uh, into Keelan territory. I'm drinking predominantly sours this evening. I am drinking Lucky Jack Grapefruit Edition, which I'm very excited to try out. Uh, and I also have, I don't think there's an actual label on it, uh, Goosebumps, which has, it's a dry hopped Weiss beer with gooseberries, which we'll see how that goes. I and need then, to ask, is there anywhere on the can where it says, drinkers beware, you're in uh, for a skit? It <laughs> does not, but oh, it's brewed by R.L. Stein though, so you're pretty right. Oh, um, and we also have Steady on the Japes, which is apparently a, mic, uh, a, a collaboration between two breweries. I'm not sure who, but it's got like grapefruit and weird shit in it. And uh, yeah. <laughs> And I got some um, some California IPAs for backup in case I decide to be a complete wimp and want something plain and boring. <laughs> I love it's like plain and boring is still crafty. It's like, oh yeah, oh not not a macro obviously, but but uh, plain and boring. Uh, Randier slash Paul, you are you are next in the all over you. Um, what are you drinking? So um, I have returned to my lair uh, back home. So I have the return of <gasps> the potions. Ooh. And also, um, there's also uh, a bunch more coming because um, I found a bunch more. Not of these kind of um, like uh, jars, containers, yeah. Um, ocean bottles. Um, I found a couple more, so I'm gonna start making up a couple more new um cocktails with different colors and stuff. But I just got my second vaccine, so sadly I am on the water. 
but the flavored water of lemon and lime. Ooh. Oh. And also, I'll probably do some shots from the bottom, potion bottle. <laughs> so you're on the sour. Well. The water sours. Yes. Okay. So. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um, it's probably the only country in the world where we get a second, like, life-saving vaccine. And we go, can, we, can you drink on this? And it's up there with antibiotics where it's like one of those few excuses like you're not drinking. Did you get the second job? Is that is that the only reason why you yeah. couldn't just not want to drink now? Wait, I mean, you no, can't no. drink on the second job, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, oh, we are. <laughs> a huge mistake. You, you can. It's just yeah. you're supposed to drink shitloads of water anyway. So it's like, you know, you might feel a bit shit, but it's not going to undo Beer's it. It's not made of solid, Wes. What do you think it's um, made of? I'm going to be I back in a second. Know. Hops. Terrible, because you don't know if you're dying from side effects of 5G or it's just your filthy hangover because, um, you know, you have poor impulse control. That's so. true. Speaking of poor impulse control, Lucy, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> I am. I missed the last like two sessions, so I've had loads of time to prepare and get a cool crafty brew for you all. Um, but I'm actually coming to you from a blurry hotel room, um, very cheap, cheap hotel near to where I have worked tomorrow. And this pub has nothing in it. Um, it just had a Guinness tap and a Heineken tap. But I did ha get some Orchard Thieves little bottles. So um, not little bottles, regular size. Uh, but so that's I'm on the Orchard Thieves. But uh, once again, I have an excuse. Um, I'm nothing if not constantly giving you excuses for my terrible taste in beer. Yay! Well, welcome totally back. Nice. Uh, we are absolutely thrilled to have you back at the table. It's, it's been uh, between you and me, the more sensitive people on the show. It's been a bit of a testosterone fest, and I wasn't liking the vibe. But don't tell the other guys, okay? <laughs> okay. I mean, it's just that me and Keelan are just so manly and yeah, super tough. Too, too manly for me, Lucy. Like, they're they're always bench pressing me. It's not. Rose, <laughs> it was there is yeah. such a sensitive vibe. Yeah. You're like <laughs> lads. I feel like there's a joke in there that I wasn't included in what Wes said. So. <laughs> it's, it's literally because I don't have your camera up because you're producing. So I just, <laughs> I just looked at the screen and thought, other guy. I didn't like. And of course, Paul represented the ladies that week. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, on the keeping you, Paul. That's the masculine role. <laughs> I have a whole rake of exciting things, actually, because uh, I was given some some sours for a birthday present with my birthday last week. So um, I have this, which looks uh, to be very useful. It's called High Noon. You know, that, if I want to challenge someone late into this battle to a one-on-one a, a -on -one duel later on, then um, that's a prickly pear and blood orange sour. You know, oh, fruit. the blue special. Yes, yeah, cactus fruit. <laughs> so that's a whole new flavor. I'll have only ever tried through beer. <laughs> I've never had a normal cactus fruit, so we'll see. I have a... Uh, Yeti confetti, which is really colourful and fun. Ooh, that's cool, that. yeah. yeah. Um, and I have a hippogriff. That's what it's called. Ooh. It's a few... Fuck. <laughs> that's so useful. It's oh, a... my God. <laughs> Just a little bit Gandalf the fuck out of here. It's not only like a hippogriff. I don't know if you can really see. It says hurricane there as well. So, yeah. You know, oh, I don't know. If it's just Wait, called, can, it's, it's like can we use the thing. small print to affect the world? Because that would be very <laughs> useful. Any print, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I could, I could try to try to get a um, a yeti, a hippogriff, 
<laughs> and uh, you know, get just some of them straight off, and let's see what happens. You know. Yeah. Um, you knew you were going into battle. Yeah. Yeah. You got a mount. Get a mount for this battle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would I would recommend any podcast listeners like look up the names of these beers on Google because some of those cans look really fucking cool. Yeah, the um, the Yeti Confetti is from New York, I think. That's my favorite one. That's with the the toothy face. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, that is a cool uh, it's a New York brewery. I've never had it before. Brooklyn, I, I, that could be good. I'm sure Brooklyn, you know, have nice beers. Um, the Hippogriff is from. I have no idea. Livingston, I think is what they say. They spend no, so much. They're mythical. Time. They don't actually exist. They're not from. Any, they're like. <laughs> yeah. From they're books. Like, Livingston. From books. So. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, no idea. They spend so much of their time. Oh, Mortalis Brewing. That's the name of it. So much of their time making a giant hippogriff in gold on the can uh, that they bought, didn't bother having a name. You're telling me as the DM, you've got Mortalis, Hurricane, and Hippogriff on the one can. <laughs> So I guess, should I just fuck my notes out the window? Is that... <laughs> I hadn't even thought about Mortalis. That's just going to kill everyone, right? I, f- mm. I feel like, is it, so, the, is the rule is that if you use a can and there's several words on it, that all of those things activate at the same time? Uh, it's a loosey-goosey. You can kind of use whatever word you want. But I'm, I'm only glad none you know, of you are clerics. You know as well as I do, Ben divine intervention and using more than like reading rules. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, I'm just saying that the, the I'm glad none of your clerics because divine intervention and trying to get a low percentage. You could just be like, I'll just use three point four on this can. Yeah, yeah. I'll, just, yeah. I'll just get this wrong. <laughs> but, uh, I'll remember geez. that when Arlington inevitably dies. <laughs> if you're in the sidebar, let us know what you're drinking. If you're drinking along, if you're below the table, if you're watching after the fact, comment. Let us know what you're drinking. Um, while you're below the table and in the sidebar, Wes, I was going to hand over to you for this, but I'm talking at the moment, so I figured just I'll say it. Just like stuff and subscribe to things <laughs> and follow us on that. Like, it made no sense. I was literally talking about the YouTube platform. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, hit that hit that like button. Follow us if you don't already follow us and subscribe. Um, thank you so much if you already do as well, by the way. That's, that's uh, unbelievably sound. And we appreciate every bit of interaction we get online. Um, we are at home request across all social channels. You'll see it in the overlay. Um, you also see other stuff in the overlay that's pretty important, like our 10% off code with decodeirish.com. Just use HuxPunks at checkout on your first order. And they've got some really cool new stuff in the shop, but I'll save some more than that for later in the show. Uh, well, where do we, who do we, who do we, do we, anyone else have any news? Should we play some Dungeons & Dragons? I got falling, Dungeons & Dragons. I got falling down, like, apple cider, and also... F- Force of the Fina, just to add more chaos to everything. Oh no! Did we did we peer pressure you into drinking? <laughs> no, that, I'm gonna I'm gonna open the I'm gonna open the apple one because I've had it for about a while, so I really want to try it. So even if I don't drink too much, I'm still going. Oh my god! It's, this is a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Paul has um, all our technical equipment, so it's it's yeah, fine we, if it's beer. Over. We need to have that <laughs> graphic of like a goblin holding an unplugged cable. Like we'll be right back. And he's like, oops. <laughs> Uh, we need it more and more recently. It's uh, <laughs> because we're having too much fun. Should we? Mm. Should we? Should we? Anyone yeah, else? Yeah, start rolling dice and stuff. Yeah, we're two weeks away from the fiftieth episode of the show. Not mm-hmm. actually the fiftieth stream. We've done like one shots and specials and stuff, but like off this campaign. Wow! Whew, what a and where have we got to? Huh? The things you think of. Actually, that's something I've, I've realized we should probably call out. Uh, we 
for, if you're listening to this on the podcast, we only ever post like canonical episodes of the main campaign. We have all kinds of like one shots and side episodes and things that aren't even D&D on our YouTube channel. So if you want to see more content that isn't necessarily exactly this, go check that out. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. Does that mean Very the podcast good. listeners haven't heard any of our like St. Patrick's Day specials or anything? They have not. Wow. Oh. That's us at our best and worst. <laughs> they haven't lived. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, let's let's dive straight in. Um, now, without further ado, grab yourself a drink, pull up a chair as we dive into a world where anything is possible, but not always probable. And if you as a player are thinking, is it my recap? Don't worry, didn't ask anyone this time. So you're like, ah, shit. Um, so welcome back huh. to the realm of Hibernia. And imagine if you will, I think, Lucy, just before we go any further, I think when you switch to your character sheet on your phone, we see it on the screen. Nope. No, you didn't. No, no, no. That was that. That was mine. Yeah, I was. Oh. I was literally DMing Paul, being like, "I don't know if you spotted that, but you yeah. put a card sheet across Lucy." Nope, yeah. that was mine. Oh, oh, Paul sold up the river there, Lucy. I plugged. I just plugged my phone in, so I don't. I felt like half. <laughs> it's, it's so bad that I genuinely thought you'd done it, and I'm like, in hindsight, how could you? I don't see how you could have done it. It wouldn't make sense. I, I like that I thought you thought that like, oh, it was quite capable. Well, it was the motion. Very unlucky with this stuff. Or again, for podcast listeners, it was the way it kind of came on the screen. It looked like it swiped on, and I was like, "That's kind of cool, weird, but fine." Like, what am I doing? Just swiping? Yeah. The, the listeners should know. Like two minutes before we came on, I realized I was running out of battery. Had to swap to a phone. That can't. Paul had to sort all of my stream out in the last second. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's great. Not in my head. <laughs> great. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll take a, take, a, take a deep breath. Close your eyes if you want. I'm easy. And imagine, if you will, the galloping hoofbeats along broken cobblestone road. And you see this road is overgrown with wildlife and tangled brambles. There's a low fog that hangs in the air. There's a smell of wet sod, and we hear a howl in the distance. Oh, it's not raining. But there is that wet that hangs in the air that your clothes just sort of get soaked and seep through to your very bones. And we see glimpses of green fabric pass by. We see glints of steel swords. Bing, bing. And leading the charge, our valiant hero, Pazzo. Atop a craggy hill, we see the stone fortification surrounded by farmlands and a ringed wooden fence. It is the terrifying and horrible kingdom of Ossery, a sight that would strike fear in the heart of any man. But Pazzo and his band of heroes aren't just any men, they're warriors, the legendary Fenian warriors of Hibernia, and they're here to save the day. There's a look of fierce determination in Pazzo's eyes. And for today, the terror of the Inish Bay Butcher, the draped arsonist, the sleeve gem derailer, the grisly terror that lives within the kingdom of Ossery will meet their end. The army bursts through the door. Peace was never an option, especially thanks to these Three sexy, sexy villains who seem to stand in Pazzo's way. Um, if you would, to catch uh, both, both Lucy up, I know Lucy, you've been watching, but for, for kayfabe reasons, pretend you weren't, catch Lucy up and the audience and everyone. I'd like to do like a little tableau of the scene. Battle has erupted between the Kingdom of Osri, who have all transformed into werewolves, hooks punks who are caught in the middle, and Fenian warriors, 18 strong, who burst through the door. And one by one will go around, those of you who are in the middle of this battle, and if you could just describe, you got full creative license, like take 
to do whatever you want to break the game. I don't care. <laughs> and I'll let you know that I'm going to give DM inspiration to the best one. So, you know, pressure's on. Starting in order of over overlay, Arlington. What's Arlington up to? Um, so Arlington was sort of directly in the middle of this uh, pre-chaos. So uh, Randy heard start had gone for the Fina guys and Hulk was trying to counterspell him at every corner and Arlington was very much trying to like keep the peace and he sort of resigned himself to getting involved with the fight. So he's um, sort of... Uh, I suppose he's kind of slumped his shoulders and gotten a bit more uh, slack-jawed uh, and he's sort of drooling a little bit as rage is overcoming him and he's sort of running... I guess kind of Naruto style with like loose arms behind him running after Randir and he's like not a leader he's following he's just kind of like backing up his new buddy um, so he's sprinting literally head first into the band of heroic Fina warriors that are armed to the teeth um, with apparently a rippling carpet rolling behind him <laughs> which yeah. I guess we'll get to on one of the lads describing their turns. Rounder, you, you hear the kind of ching, 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 as sparks fly and Arlington's long-limbed arms drag along the ground and his steel axe strikes against cold stone sparking up in a way that kind of makes no sense but the effects guys said it would look cool so we're leaving it in. Uh, what do we see for Randir? Oh, so so uh, Lucy and ladies and gentlemen uh, Randir has, has had friends in this place for ages he's really loved these doggo friends and then these bad... I'm not allowed to swear. You can swear. Oh, okay. This is 18s. Uh, what'd you get? These fucking bad people. Came oh, your stuff just dropped Killed there. my oh, friends. <laughs> and they just... They attacked my friends. And I wasn't having any of it. And my new friends tried to stop me. But I wasn't having that either. No one gets in the way of re- vengeance when Randir is involved. Except for Kegu. Making beer and... Possibly selling us. So I went straight for Pazo, the leader of the Fina, uh, and I decided to hit him as hard as I could with my enchanted warhammer. Nice. And with that wallop straight into the gut, Pazo <clears throat> is winded and crumples over your against your blow. Uh, Hook, two of your party have, with like literally your name on their cloaks, like if anyone's going to take the blame for this, it goes straight to the top. Like, these are your subordinates, obviously. Um, have, actually, I don't know, Frander, if you have a Huxpunks bedazzled cloak yet. But, uh, maybe one day. Nice. He's a free agent. He's a renegade. I've got the initiative one, you know, like, you know, biker gangs have, you know. I'm a pledge. <laughs> yeah, it just he's says... He's vest. <laughs> he's not actually a punk yet. He's just, a, he's just mine. He's, he's just got a leather jacket, <laughs> and then we've got a tip X that it says pre, pre-punk on the back. <laughs> Uh, Hook, what are what are you up to? Okay, well, I uh, I was trying really, really hard to you know keep everything calm and chill because you know I have a relationship with the Fianna and I love these lads of the you know it'd be nice if everyone for once could just all be friends. I mean, I know I've been harping on about it, but it would really have been great. Uh, I tried to stop Randir at virtually every turn, uh, which I think is the first time I've knowingly attacked. And or use magic <laughs> on anyone in my party to any effect whatsoever. Um, yeah, none of us knew you could counterspell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally never bothered. More fun to explode. <laughs> um, 
that uh, that didn't work. So um, I'm resigned now to just closing off the fight as quickly as possible. I'm also a little miffed at my new friend Randier. So I hadn't. Uh, I, I might not be concerned with the area of effect spell that uh, that may soon be cast. Uh, but also, while he's doing that, I do notice him running ahead. He doesn't have Hux Punks, which does strike me as odd. So I use a prestidigitate to <laughs> make him look like he has Hux Punks on the back. Uh, just as a free action. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Randy, as you run forward, Hux Punks, from a certain angle, uh, looks great. Like those little dragon-folded pieces of paper. But as you run past it, because it's prestidigitation, it stays and you leave it behind. <laughs> Growing big on your back. <laughs> Um, they were all great. Um, give yourselves all the DM inspiration. They, they oh, were wonderful. We should uh, also point, actually, just to to set this to help set the scene for Lucy. There is a dead werewolf in the middle of the room as well that the Phoenix killed mm-hmm. already. Yeah, just so, his head. That was Fox. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just, just his head. It was Fox's brother. Uh, we don't know yet. No, no, it was Fox. Fredo Fox died. It was Voodoo's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. It was Fredo Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't because... see it, but I have another Fredo Fox. I can show you the can later on. Um, that yeah, will be important. Yes. Yeah, Ben couldn't part with his NPC that he built five seconds called Voodoo, but he could part with the other NPC called Fredo the Fox. Comple- completely get way it. better. Who was really lovely. He was he's a lovely little dude on his can, you know? Yeah, he was actually. Um, yeah. Uh, Definitely also... get that after the break if you can. I want to look at that can again. He was a cute. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new yeah. one. You guys had so much fun. You bonded. Bonded with your animals. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then murder. Iggy, everything that's just been described, you run in on. You, about um, 20 seconds ago, in a cold sweat, bolted awake from your coma. Uh, there was no one in the room nearby and immediately heard the clash and crash of glass in the main hallway. You rush in and you see at the door, these 18 Fina begin to fan out. And against them, about 12, if I remember correctly, werewolves kind of circle around. Huxpunk's right in the middle. And it looks like they're attacking the Fina. Uh, I want you to roll initiative, just so we know, roughly speaking. Well, not even roughly, exactly speaking, where you are in the order. <laughs> yeah, America. and I love it. Pure sitcom timing. Like, I woke up from the coma, and then the fight happened. It's perfect. I have a 10. Probably plus. Well, you are, but what did you get in initiative? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. I'm 14, actually. <laughs> I forgot to add something. That was I'm nice. Lucy's, got, uh, Lucy's gotten a lot of abuse. It's nice to give her a compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah that really excited me. I heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah 14. We're go top of the round, I think. That's the best way to jump straight into this. Um, Huck. You were top of the round. You got 19. I'm going to keep the same initiatives because we're in the same battle. Uh, it is your move. Uh, you you know this, but to remind the audience, Hook also has control over a long carpet that runs the length of the hallway and two candles. Yes, uh, which is taking up all my concentration. It's, it's a real fun aspect. <laughs> Welcome to fatherhood. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, listen. Um... Paul uh, Randier was definitely close. Uh, Arlington's now had a bit of a free dash. The last time I made my plans for the okay. top of the First round. of all, Arlington's the fastest man alive. He can catch up, no problem. 
Okay. okay. Well, it's up to you whether or not you want to be there because I made the plans a lot. I don't. I've realized as soon as I said it, you're probably blowing them up, aren't you? <laughs> no, Arlington is the fastest man alive. Yeah. 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 With the, with the strongest fear of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it's not fire. It's uh, I have stronger spells than fire now. Yeah. Um, I And I was preparing it last time as well. Um, because he's a little pissed off, uh, synaptic static is what I'm going for. Ooh, cool. cool. What is now, that? Um, what that does is a huge psychic blast of energy, uh, kind of stupefying people. It's a 20 foot radius. So, um, I think I'm definitely within range of that. I think I would have run in as soon as Randir went and I hate psychic damage, but this is going to be quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is an insane <laughs> amount of damage and definitely a bad plan, but I could stupefy everyone. Perhaps we can calmly relax. Um, so, um, I'm going to cast that. Uh, with the caveat that I'm also using my newest um, sorcerer uh, skill, uh, which is heightened spell, I think it's called. There you go. Where did I find it? Um, heightened spell. Yeah, my newest meta magic, which means that I can pick one person for three sorcery points who has disadvantage if my spell ca ca causes a check. So of all of the people within the 20 foot, I can make sure one of them has a disadvantage on the save for the first time. That's uh, fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. That's very cool. I'm hoping it's not me. You <laughs> know it's definitely going to be you. <laughs> it's 100% going to be you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, no, it's it Pazo, a... who I think is pretty much more or less at the center. So I want to hit all of them. I'm not... Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Um, I, I don't want to hit... I'd rather not hit Randir, and I'd rather not hit Arlington if I can push it further to the back. Well, you can. Yeah, yeah. You could keep them out of it. Like, you, like if we take that a, a figure's piece, we do Theodore the Mind of the show, but if you if we were using minis, they would each have their own five-foot square, and you guys, you could kind of place your 20-foot radius, like, out the door and only kind of getting them in that sort of circle there. I would say you might, you might miss one of, it's hard to say from your angle, you might yeah. miss one of the archers if you do that. You'll definitely get that archer if you include... Uh, your party but you, one of the archers might not be in that curve of that circle um i'll you know what i'll try i'll 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 try push it back as, far, as best i can anyway um funny. i like both minis and theater of the mind kind of equally i've never done theater of the mind theater of the mind with minis in my head this is a new one <laughs> but now that's fully what i'm picturing you guys don't picture little mini maps <laughs> i didn't and now that now that's all i'm going to picture <laughs> Yeah. I have line of four miniature figurines bouncing across the terrain. <laughs> and a little mini Ben hiding behind a couch, just like watching the whole thing. Aww. Ben playing with his toys at home. <laughs> He's uh, got little action figures under the couch. He's like, and um, they need to make a save, I presume, because that heightened spell required a save of some sort. Yeah, so it's it's a save. Um, it says on the spell, an intentional save of DC 17. Intelligence. So, 17. Um, intelligence. Oh. A nice intelligence save. Yeah. And who is rolling with disadvantage? Pazo. Pazo, specifically, yeah. There's right. not enough in saves going around. People are if, stupid. If any of the werewolves, or if perhaps if Randir has a has an intelligence score of less than two, he wouldn't be affected. <laughs> I could have chosen to put him inside. Oh, I do know this one. This is good shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're too stupid for my very powerful spell to work on you. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, yeah. So it'll be 8d6 damage. If they succeed their check, it'll be half of that. Um, if they fail the check, they'll be muddled for a minute, and they'll roll a d6 and subtract that number from all their attack rolls for the next minute. 
for a little estate. Apparently, um, it's gas. also a, a, a step in many good cocktails. Uh, <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. So I, I'm muddling them with a giant um, muddler. Oh, I think it's unique to that spell. It's not like a D and D state. Okay. No, it's descriptive text. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know that there's much in casting it. I know there's a save. I'm r- happy to roll. No, no, I've, I've rolled for them. Um, if it's a save, I roll on my side. Yeah. Um, can you describe? This is the first time we've seen Hawk channel mm. uh, magic that specifically attacks a mind. I yeah, think. and I, and I'm angry, I guess. And you're angry. <laughs> is this um, the most powerful spell you've cast? Uh, yeah, I think I tried it before and failed. Cool. Um, your, or or it's what I used to kill the Dustin the turkey. Sorry, Dustin mm-hmm. the uh, yeah Kanku the Kanku Kanku yeah Dustin the Kanku may have died as a result of the spell. And that reminds me. I hope a lot of werewolves don't die. Um, maybe werewolves have less of an intelligence. <laughs> well, uh, the way it was set up is sort of. I think I described it last episode almost like a pokeball. So like behind you are all werewolves, ahead of you all Fina. Cool. Um, well, then it's 8d6, so if you know what's going on, I'll just roll the 8d6. Yeah, I do. Well, but shake them real close to your mic, because it's satisfying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on any other show, that'd be that'd be bad sound, but on this, it's like, yeah, that ASMR clicky clackies, give it to me. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Yeah. Right, that's eight, right? Yes, okay, so. Ooh, well, four of them are sixes. Uh, so that's What's four sixes? 32? 24. 24. 24. 24. Uh, good thing you guys to check. Then there is another four and a two, which is a six. So 30. And then 35, 38. 38 damage, half of which to anyone that succeeded in their check. And anyone who didn't succeed in their check is muddled for a minute. And they have to roll a d6 and subtract that. And that's the minus roll from all their attack rolls, ability checks, constitution saving throws to maintain constitution. Um, yeah. But at any point in time, they can take their turn to do an intelligence saving throw to fix their muddled in that minute if they want. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah I might pull that up. I might pull the spell up just here, just so I know. Because I can tell you, as you described this to the audience, all of them failed. <laughs> all right, great. So, he's angry. He's just decided to, Huck's just decided to battle. If I'm talking in my normal voice, he's um, making his cloak as billowy as possible. <laughs> he's um, decided to, he was going to go in for what is normal finger guns into his pocket for the old uh, fire. But this is different. So he goes into his pocket, you're expecting finger guns. But actually, it's just like jazz hands. <laughs> I you going to say he pulls out an actual gun. <laughs> yeah. This time he actually shoots everyone. No, it's just, just jazz hands. I mean, it starts quite nice. Just this little kind of motion, but slowly... Um, the spirit fingers. <laughs> an electric, uh, a kind of invisible, but at the same time visible. Um, I guess you can see the distortion, but not the thing, of, of like crackling lightning cloud um, at head level. Let's say straight head level on everyone, everyone there. Um, which just creates this huge fizzly explosion of electricity. And then I guess they're all stupefied. Ooh, great. That is exactly what I wanted to happen. Sorry, there's also a follow-up action. Um, That's not it? That was it until it all worked. 
scratch. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, as in you have more to do. Sorry, I thought there was more to the spell. No, 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 that's it. That's the spell. So I then quickly, and I have no idea if this will work, so let's just go within the story of the description. Um, I can use my bonus action to control the carpet, and the carpet's incredibly long. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're mostly on top of the carpet, but maybe it's free enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's I, a little bit of end carpet behind them that you can control. Okay, but there's, 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 okay, because I was going to say, as uh, within as much ability as I have, try to wrap the carpet or give it the order to encircle them while they're stupefied. Perhaps I can capture everyone in the same place at once. Perhaps. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to get them to do all a, um, like an acrobatics or an athletics to see if they get out of the way. Um, I'm going to do that against your spell safety, see, which I think is 17. Yeah. I just thought, can you cast a spell and. Yeah. Yes. As long mm -hmm. as you don't cast another concentration. I can't, yeah, I can't okay. cast another spell with. And, he, and if he takes any damage, he has to take uh, constitution saves. Cool. Yeah. It's the rule that so easily slips any DM's mind because the player immediately forgets they've done it. I think understandably, and then the player, the DM has like fifty other things to worry about. That's, yeah, why, that's why I said it at the start because it was like annoyingly yeah, I have yeah, yeah. concentration on keeping a carpet alive and two candles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's, um, you've movement, you've used your bonus action, um, and you've used your action. Do you, do you want to move anywhere? Uh, no, I'm pretty happy where I am. Um, I'll get off of the carpet if I'm standing on the carpet uh, in any way. Uh, give a free action for any cool quips. Mm. Um, I will say, take that, you wee, <laughs> you wee bastards. <laughs> He's angry. He's not, he's not thinking straight, you know? Yeah, he's um, going pure rage. How about that for pulling the rug out from under you? As soon as he stopped trying, he nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know that Huck would say that. But anyway, yeah, if he was James Bond. I think Huck would say that and have no idea that it was a pun. He would just say <laughs> it as a fact, <laughs> very literally. Yeah. So that's Arlington. why people say pull the rug under from under out from under people. He's just got it. He's just got it. There's obviously a literal rug in most fights and arguments that people pull. <laughs> yeah. Arlington, you um from behind you, you feel this sort of your the hair on the back of your neck rise up as this sort of static uh, synaptic range goes. It's like the the noise in the room goes completely mute until it goes. <laughs> and cracks in this fiery, uh, not fiery, in this like thundery, muddlesome cloud. And you see all of them rocked. Pazzo, who was closest to you, is actually blown back a little bit, not in any uh, mechanical sense, dr dramatically. Um, and they are all looking very confused as snake-like this carpet wraps around them, binding them tight. Uh, it is your turn. Pazzo is looking very bad. Okay. As a player, I want to ask, when they're muddled like this, is I forget how this stat works. Is it does damage break the effect, or do they do we have like advantage on attacks against no, them? No, you're good. Okay. Uh, you don't have it's advantage not... on attacks against them. The only the only effect it has is they have to roll a d6 and subtract. That's their cool. penalty. Yeah. It's not a it's not a hypnotic pattern situation. Because no. uh, as fun as it is to barbarian a situation, it's annoying when you just got such an unreal attack and then I just ruin it by hitting them. Um, <laughs> you wake them up. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it. 
Uh, I'm going to. Uh, how far away am I from them? Am I like within running range, close. sort of? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, uh, Arlington's gonna pull out his uh, shield and then pull pull his arms out of his Naruto run. First of all, actually, all of, all of Arlington's fur has like puffed out. Like he looks like a Sami at Husky from that electricity shooting past his neck. So he actually looks like a very uh, well manicured fancy dog, um, which he doesn't like. But he's uh, drawn his uh, Lair Skull Axe up out of the out of the stone floor, having gotten the the GFX money's worth with the sparks, and he's now wearing his, his shield and axe. And he's gonna like jump over Randir, and Randir just hears this <laughs> and I'm gonna use a bonus action to rage midair and do this kind of like flip and like try and land down and uh, split Pazo in half and be like, I'm gonna get you. Uh, so yeah, oh, okay. Attack with the Lair Skull Axe. Yes, absolutely. Uh, make an attack. It is not reckless. I'm I'm saving that because I feel like this this model situation could end and I'm going to be in the middle of them and that's bad. So that is a 10 plus 19 or plus 9. That is 19 to hit. 19 to hit. You get the feeling 19 is almost about to hit until from the corner you hear what a wicked game you play and singer songwriter james vincent mcmorrow <laughs> is there <laughs> as one of the fiends i fucking knew he was a werewolf and he lived in a town called osri in the middle of nowhere i fucking knew it <laughs> he is he is one of the fiends and he cutting words as your attack with his cover of chris isaac and oh, so minus 11 to that brings it down to a eight, I think. Okay, cool. Then, um, okay, so the Lars Skalax clings into the ground and like a, a shocking amount of sparks shoot out because we had one more squib <laughs> left. Um, and then I want to use the momentum from that hit to kind of like bounce it up and then try and reverse, like kind of split Pazo up the middle from the bottom. Yes. Uh, and use my, <laughs> uh, my second attack for that action. Yeah, make, a, make an attack. <laughs> Oh, that's a lot better. That is 26. 26, yeah, it definitely hits. Cool. So then, uh, damage is not good. Bollocks, that is 5 plus 1 is 6, plus my rage. Oh, where's my rage gone? Oh, God, I think it's a 3. We'll go with 3. It's definitely no less than that. So that is a 9. 9 slashing. 9. You, um... You all see Arlington kind of rip up and and your blade cuts through the carpet itself. And as these threads go, it's like you're kind of jimming the zip on a hoodie. Uh, it's just, and you slice and you see blood spurt, like manga style, like either side of James, not James Vincent McMurray. He's fine. He's <laughs> I finally killed James Vincent McMurray, one of the most successful Irish artists of all time. Thank you. The campaign is over. Uh, you see uh, Pazzo split and his innards begin to sort of pull over as he falls backwards uh, seemingly unconscious oh he's making death saving throws he's a he's a magic man he's not strong like the others wow um mm. didn't expect that um cool it's just like Oh no! <laughs> I think I think Arlington just really liked the idea of splitting someone in half, but he's never seen it before, and he actually feels a bit queasy. <laughs> um, but, uh, is this what this feels like? Yeah, I shouldn't do this. Is to this people. murder? Um, Literally disemboweled I, him. You know mm. that word. Cleft in twain. Is that what that's called? Cleft in twain. Yeah, cleft yeah. right in twain, um, like Macbeth. Yeah. 
I'm going to... So, that's my bonus action and my action. I'm going to action surge, so I get another action. Um, and I'm going to use it to... Well, actually, you tell me. if I, I want to basically make a, an intimidation check, and I feel like that's not a free action. But if there's blood yeah. that's after yeah. Quentin Tarantinoing all over me, I want to like stand there with like an axe and point it at the rest of them who are muddled. I'm not sure if they can understand me or not, actually. And um, I want to say, the rest of you don't want to join this bloodbath. You'd best put them swords away. Nice. Uh, I think, but I'm like, I'm specific. Spe- I specifically want to make my my violent demeanor and oh shit, I'm, I've got puffed up for I don't look violent at all. Never mind. No, the, the blood spray just matted that all down. So the two, I think both Randir and Hook have things to add to this potentially. Okay, cool. Um, so in yes. order of who I heard first, I heard Randir. Uh, I was just gonna say that I was just gonna try and see look intimidating as well, kind of thing to kind of. Cool. I gave advantage to help. Nice and and hook. I was going to say for for flavor. Actually, the first thing I was going to say is there's lots of on the Yeti can um, cross-eyed tiny Yeti heads. So while they're oh, yeah. all um, while they're all muddled, I was going to say they're seeing Yeti heads around their head. But actually, <laughs> if they're all muddled and um, Arlington's trying to intimidate them, then I would suggest that they see him as a giant Yeti. <laughs> is this basically like scarecrow fear toxin and they're shitting themselves I was thinking that before. yeah yeah that it's that so little this like, is just making them yeah that see that. yeah and oh, for the podcast it's these they have these kind of burnt yellowy red bloodshot eyes big like incisors dripping down on what is like not your friendly christmas yeti this ain't your granddad's yeti uh, this is a vicious um luke's captured and hanging upside down and off kind of yeti Mm. Which I don't think they're called Yetis in the Star Wars universe, but uh, come at me, nerds. They're something yeah. else. They're Banthas. No, they're not. They're obviously not Banthas. I know. No, Star Wars. are the other ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Nice. So, am I making a, a check? Yes, uh, with advantage, um, with the help of your party surrounding you. And just before you do this, you hear one of the werewolves in rare world form go, The birds! The birds! As blood starts soaking into their gorgeous carpets. They'll never come out. <laughs> Uh, so this is what intimidation is it? Yes. Which I'm not good at. So glad we had advantage on that one, boys. Thank you very much indeed. That is 19 minus one, 18. 18. That's... Yeah, they're. Um, what I'm going to say for that is they're going to lose their bonus action. Cool. I'll take they're that. That's suitably huge. shook. I think that's pretty big. Um, Oh, yeah. I wasn't that, expecting them to just, like, all immediately be like, oh, I guess I'll reevaluate my life. <laughs> clang, 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 clang. <laughs> um, it would be Pazzo's turn, so he's going to make a death saving throw. Okay. Um, In hindsight, I could have just killed him, but that's probably not the best thing to do. Does the minus D6 apply to death saving throws? I don't think his mind is muddled. I think he's unconscious. Unless it's the ultimate muddle, to be honest. You can't think straight at all when you're unconscious. So I think it's he's lying there being like, do I want to die? Yeah. It's a conscious uh, so I think, if, I think any lasting arcane effects, if I'm correct, kind of fall off a creature if they fall unconscious. Most of the time, they're just dead in D&D. But because is a bit more of a notable NPC, he gets dead saving throws. I'm, I'm all in favor of NPCs having dead saving throws. It's cool. Mm-hmm. These archers, no, they're a diamond dozen. Uh, in fact, you buy them in a pack like that. But uh, <laughs> Packs of ten. For, for a dime. 
Um, Iggy, it is your turn. You see Arlington essentially cut a member of the FINA who looked pretty high ranking in half. Not fully, but like at least he now looks like a pencil case. <laughs> yeah, and so is it too is it too soon to know if the other guys if they look like they are responding to that and stopping or if they all are they still attacking? Is anyone in, that I can see my party being directly attacked? I really hope they're not too stupid to give you an indication. They're just like, duh, I think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> they said to look after the boss. <laughs> um <laughs> It's it's hard because where they are, they're all clumped together. There's Arlington, there's Randir, both quite broad-shouldered uh, beasts of, of the world, uh, and a carpet wrapped around them, and they're all huddled together. You can see, roughly speaking, taking in the room, the werewolves do generally seem to have the upper hand. Okay, yeah, because I had so, I had something in mind um, that was going to be more elaborate, but I actually, I feel like I, Iggy doesn't, necess- doesn't really know what's going on here, and if it's not... It doesn't seem threatening. I might send an inspiration to Arlington or something, but yeah. um, I'm thinking like a hypnotic pattern if they're all together, but that would just charm them. And if they're muddled, I don't know if that's helpful. Well, hypnotic uh, pattern will, will completely stop them from acting. And they'll, mm-hmm. is that an intelligent, if it's an intelligence save, they'll have disadvantage or something? Is that, any, no. Any savings? Hypnotic pattern is crazy powerful. I say go for mm-hmm. it. Okay, I'll, I'll do a hypnotic pattern on that group because I feel like it seems like they're being wrangled in some way. Uh, so I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern. Um, <laughs> I remember the very first time I ever saw Hypnotic Pattern, I was running a game and my brother used it. And I was like, "This, like, you're obviously misreading the rules. And I looked at the book, I'm like, holy shit, you're not. This spell is so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're incapacitated and has a speed of zero if if they fail, if they become charmed. Okay. For up to a minute, like that's that's. So this is the one where if anyone if anyone damages them, they're yeah. unarmed. Okay. Yeah, so I, I made wisdom saving throws for them there, um, and Iggy, describe for the audience what this sort of looks like. I'm I'm thinking that it looks like uh, it's all it's all around them, so it's in between them. It's kind of if they look at themselves, it's over them, and it's hair. It's like, are they becoming werewolves? Oh my goodness, have we become our opponent? And it's just, for, it's freaking them out. And they're like, maybe we're one of you. That's what I'm thinking. Sending them on a bad trip. <laughs> that is incredible. It, it has that sort of, um, hypnotic pattern always reminds me of like an LSD sort of trip. And you remember in the 60s where they used to always use that wave sort of background for things? Like that hair mixed <laughs> in with wave, mixed in with kind of everything there. Uh, they are engrossed by it seemingly however before it fully takes root in their mind i want you to roll a d20 just flat just tell me the result oh cool yeah i fully thought that spell was going to look like a big art attack do you remember those when you wouldn't know what it was until the camera panned up the whole way wait is this an art attack this is an art attack this this is an art attack attack. you don't need to add anything just whatever the the number on the dice is i know sorry I managed to like I'm so managed to lose the one the one dice that I was just okay. playing with and I just pressed it on the app. I don't know if I can see I don't know if it rolled on the easy. Can anyone see what I rolled there? Uh I didn't spot it. Did not Let's roll it again. Yeah. Yeah. I've clicked it. It's saying like 
two, three. It says saying three. What does that mean? <laughs> well, oh I mean, my god! I have to the worst <laughs> it, it might mean three. Have, oh, it's right here. It's me, guys. Oh, there it's it is. Top of my I'm sorry. Uh, that was a thirteen. Worth the wait. Yeah. Fucking torture. <laughs> you reach into the part of you that creates magic and there is something not there like i don't know if you've ever experienced writer's block but it's like you have that when it comes to weaving oh, shit. Magic. oh no okay and the spell doesn't take it started but you're like no that's not how that works you know when you start something you're like no no and you're kind of constantly going back on yourself it's like a sketch and you're like you're just not happy with it and a perfectionist part of you just almost overanalyzes it and crushes your creativity, and the spell doesn't hold. Um, this that's your action. Too real. I'd like to leave now. <laughs> I mean, she just woke up. You know, she's a little tired. Yeah, she's just grumpy. I haven't done your morning pages. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just really hoping it's not to do anything with what he did. Oh yeah, and well, I also like signed to signed to deal with the devil. Uh, you know, who knows what's going yeah. on. <laughs> Okay, I'm. I think that's gonna like really shake me, and I'm. I Iggy almost like falls against the wall, and it's kind of like, what the fuck is happening? But can I, for a bonus action, shoot some inspiration to Arlington as I, I like, oh, okay, I'm slightly trying to help. Um, and yeah. My, I, my brain is melting, but you're still doing great. So instead of sending him like instant, like what I'm actually sending is probably some sort of like a bunch of hair all over his body because it's like a mix <laughs> of. And I'm confused, but it's ultimately going to inspire him to like, yeah, you're like, I love the trend. It's just hair, good hair, bad hair. It's all hair. Yeah, she's like, not. Yeah, a, she's obviously not again. Does that actually does that work, Ben? Can I do it? Can I send it? Yeah, no, that works. Uh, Arlington, you just—it's like someone said, "Do you get a haircut? It's really nice." And that level of like, oh, nice, my hair. <laughs> yeah. I feel good about myself. Deep. You're feeling yourself because he was feeling very self-conscious about his hair after the poofiness. So yeah. That's a, yeah, perfect. And you can move if you want, or you can kind of stay towards rough. I think you're sort of behind the werewolves at the back of the room. Yeah, I'm at the back of the room now, sh shook physically. Yeah. Nice. Just what I want. Um, we'll, we'll be back to you as we go to these uh, three archers who are now in melee range and also kind of wrapped in a carpet. Um, one of them calls out and uh, for assistance. Huck, you know this phrase. Um, uh, it's one of your classic code phrases in the FINA. They say, underwater welding, uh, which is a keyword. Again, I have to point out, the collaboration that Wicklow Wolf and James Vincent McMurrow have done is quite nice. Um, was it actually James Vincent McMurrow? I, I don't know why. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's, oh, it didn't focus probably. Yeah, I thought it, it said like McMurrow or something, and then we just took liberties. That's what a it's, weird pairing. Yeah, grapefruit season is what it's called. Um, Actually, will we, and then will we do a very quick group check-in and see who's enjoying their beers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to. I'm, I like this one. The James Vincent McMorrow beer with Wicklow Wolf is pretty good. Um, weird. I would not have guessed that would be the winner. Like, the, uh, yeah, It's a grapefruit IPA. You can't go wrong. How's the, the Yeti, Yeti look? It's absolutely delicious. It's good? Uh, I don't think I ever said what it was before. It's a strawberry, raspberry, red currant, banana, vanilla, and lactose beer. So you got an alcoholic smoothie. Yeah, it tastes exactly like a smoothie in a way. It's delicious. Um, it's also 7%, which I've just seen now. Uh, okay. so. The <laughs> Steady on the Japes is class. The Lucky Jack is fine. Yeah, it's all right. It's good. Your healing experience is going okay. Yeah. 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 Steady on the Japes, I would 100% get again. Very good. 
the folding down is very cidery. That makes sense. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, you know, it tastes better than, like, um, any of the other ciders that I had when I was, a, like, you know, great shrinking. Um, <laughs> That's good. No, Lu- no, Lucy no. is the Orchard Thieves also <laughs> for, for the internet, uh, the age was a bridge we had in our town where only people over age were like, <laughs> we drank <laughs> with the police. They encouraged it. No, no, no. And when was I was, what was, uh, what, what was the cider? Um, what's the general cider? Bulmers. Bulmer. Bulmers, yeah. yeah. Every Bulmer. cider as an adult has to overcome those bottles of Bulmers that we drank. Yeah. Makes yeah. you feel sick. You can't drink it. But oh, worse. No, cider. Like, like you, you brought out that orchard thieves, and even though I know I've had it and it's perfectly nice, all I think is, do you remember like Linden Village? <laughs> Any cider yeah. in a plastic bottle, yeah. it's just piss. Oh it's yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think cider. of that when I see that, and I'm like, that's definitely not how it tastes. No, no, this is lovely. Orchard. No, I, I, I like orchard thieves. I know I've had it before, but I have that stigma in my head. Yeah. Well, like yeah, falling down is really good. I I only realized that it was also five point five percent. So. There we go. Nice. Oh. Um, where was I? We're playing DT, that's where we were. <laughs> and I was thinking, yeah, they, they um they all shut out underwater welding, and you see some of the archers that were um helping fight the werewolves, they all run up up the stairs to the balcony, and you see one of them uh, take a shot and misses. Another one takes a shot, it hits the roof. Uh, and hits, and you hear this creaking as the chandelier that was over the opening of the entrance crashes down onto you, Arlington. Arlington, I want you to make a dexterity saving throw. Fucking knew you were going for the chandeliers. As soon as you said they're running up the stairs, I'm like, he's going to fucking drop a chandelier. I mean, I know he is. You should have the confidence because of your haircut. That's true. Mm -hmm. I've got that Robin Hood vibe. So I feel like mm. I'm good at uh, when. Sorry, is this a deck saving throw? Deck saving throw. Um, let me just go through D and D Beyond real, real quick. Where is that fucking feature that I cannot find? Can't be surprised. Advantage on deck saving throws when you're raging. No, well, yes, but this wouldn't kind of surprise. No, my fuck. There we go. Shield master. Um, uh, where is it gone? Uh, if you aren't incapacitated, you can add your shield's AC bonus to any dex saving throw you make against effects that target only you. Uh, any effect that allows half damage on success, you can use your action to take no damage. So it takes my reaction, basically. I can either take half damage if it hits me, and if I succeed, it takes no damage. I think um, because this is sort of area of effect, but the area is only you. Actually, Randy, you're in this yeah, area. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay, so it's not that. single target. Yeah, 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 it's a big enough cool. there. Cool. Sorry. I should have. No, that's fair. Like, it would, it's the idea is it's like hiding behind your shield. So if it's an area that would make no sense, I'm just chancing my arm. And... Fifteen altogether. Nice. Uh, I'm going to use. Um, I'm going to use the DM inspiration I got for describing the scene because I got rolled a five. Nice. Uh, and I got a twelve plus my dex of two. I'm actually going to add Iggy's uh, bardic inspiration as well. Is that a D six? D8, I believe. Definitely going to add that because I don't trust that 12 at all. Eight, eight, eight. I rolled an 8. First max. Nice. Eight. So that's nice. 20 plus 2. 22. 22. Both of you dive out of the way, taking, uh, taking only 2 fire damage and uh, 4 bludgeoning damage. So that's all you take. 
Okay, so that's um, I'm raging, so that's half for to three total for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and as the candles from the chandelier fall down, you can see some of the wax and some of the wicks have landed on the carpet uh, near these people. Um, that movement of you jumping out of the way has given them the space they need to kind of try get out of this carpet, make some space and fire at you. I have to roll a couple of checks here. One, to escape the carpet. Two, to attack. Uh, all of them minus a d6. So, you can see... Escaping the carpet. I'm so I feel so bad for these NPCs because they basically they've been mentally manipulated to think they're surrounded in hair and there's a physical carpet grabbing them. So they must feel like you know what? Uh, what's that? What's the Japanese horror movie with like the hair in the bathwater? It's not the ring. The it's ring. the other one. Not the ring. The other one. The 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 grudge. It's like the grudge. I know. The hair in the bathwater. Stayed with me for fucking months after I saw it. <laughs> I hate it. The old they did it. They did an American remake with Sarah Michelle Gellar from Buffy for some reason. It was weird. I, yeah, I I do remember that one. And was the yeah. first thing that I came to my head when I saw that was why. Yeah, it was very. It it seemed like a even she was kind of like, why am I here? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a successful actress. I don't need this. Well, she dwindled. <laughs> she dwindled after yeah, Buffy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe I've just got her built up in my head as as more yeah, than she was. I mean, I said forever on Buffy. I'm sure she's still cashing those checks along with David Boreanaz, who didn't actually, he worked on Bones for free. He's like still cashing those angel checks. He's doing so well, he's in, um, sorry, Sarah Michelle Gellar is in uh, Masters of the Universe Revelations. Oh, shit. Yes, of course. I right. knew, it. I, I was like, she's definitely still working. Yeah. All I could think so of I, was I, Buffy I, I, I and Brilliant what happens in, in very quickly there, two of the archers of the three in the carpet manage to kind of tumble and roll backwards. As they do a backwards on the ground, they brace one of their knees up. So they're kind of in that proposing pose, but with bows and arrows. Um, and they pull out two arrows from their quiver and aim them at you, Arlington, and you, Rander, either side. So they kind of tumble back like a V and in this really coordinated move, try to fire uh, four arrows in total towards you. These Given warriors him, are firing two arrows at a time? I'm just gonna... Well, they get two, they get multi-attack. So I'm just... Oh no, I, I figured, I more mean as in like, they're not, basically I'm thinking that, I figured they're not just fucking new recruits. That's also cool. I'm gonna oh, look they're to, good. I'm going to look to Ardenson with an impressed look in my face. Look at you like, yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> 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 yeah. Ow. I don't need to ask your AC because I know, based on the synaptic static that they had to roll, uh, that this is nowhere, like, that really crippled them. So as they roll back and aim and fire, one of them just falls straight into the roof. <laughs> God, no! And the other one is like, just let's go, and they fall lazily they, to the floor. Did they uh, both do, like, the, remember that movie Wanted? And they just did the, like, looking away, trying to curve the arrows, and then it just shoots at the wall instead. <laughs> exactly that. Um, but all of them at the end of their turn get to try save, intelligence saving throw against nice. this. Um, and none of them do. Nice. The 17th, really. So they, they, they meant, like, they think they did real well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, nice, nice. And they got a high five and miss, yeah. too. Like. <laughs> they, they, like, shoot Smack out rainbows from their bow, you know? As as <laughs> yeah. Pew! Uh, Randir, uh, a werewolf. <sighs> leaps past you and pounces oh, one of the uh, one of the uh, Freena you didn't see coming towards you narrowly kind of saving you from a, a, an attack of a short sword um, as 
you see the three in front of you and the two archers, which we'll call like backup archers up on the balcony. They These four, five, these five tend to be your problem at the moment. In terms of environmental stuff, uh, there's a chandelier in the ground. It's slowly setting the carpet on fire. There are suits of armor around that you can use for cover. Um, Huck seems to be controlling a carpet that's slightly catching a fire. Not carpet. And... So who's uh, who's the who's the closest who's the closest like group to me? Probably those three archers. One of them still trapped in the carpet. Sure, trapped gonna... in the carpet. I feel so bad for this guy trapped in the carpet. I, I'm gonna yeah. I guess can I move towards them? And it ends because I still got my warhammer right, so it's a little bit hard. Um, Whoa, what's what's a little bit hard? <laughs> just... It's a little bit hard to cast spells while we're while this having my really well. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can move towards him, of course, of course. Oh, yeah, um, you menacing uh, walk towards this guy. He's not even in in your full movement distance. You can take your time. You can even do a little circle and, and walk towards him. You'll keep playing. <laughs> well, no, hang on. Not the guy in the car not the guy in the carpet. I want to hit one of the guys out of the carpet. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah They're still also within. You're all kind of within about 15, 20 feet of each other. Cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna take a big swing with my hammer. Look, I got a natural nice. one. Oh, I got a seven. Ooh. Sorry, Ooh. sorry. It just really looks on the dice. I got a seventeen altogether. Seventeen altogether. Wow, seven plus ten. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, that is a pretty good because it's magical, right? It's got all those pluses. Yeah, yeah. Seventeen just hits. Um, so you managed to boom straight against them. Um. And we're still in the first round, so James Winston tomorrow can't use his reaction to do anything about it. So he's already done it with Arlington. Well, I wish I knew more of his back catalogue of music to make puns and join in in this gag. But he's always—it's terrible. But the only one I know is a cover song of like he does a really good cover of Wicked Game. But like I'm sure he has ac- he's two oh, albums. Oh yeah, there. that's that's like, award-winning. That's actually the only song I know about. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even. Did a, I think he did a time yeah. desk recently with like Saint Sister and all those. Hmm. I got a 16 on damage. 16 on damage. Nice. Uh, so there are, I didn't really describe these archers, but just to give them a little bit of uh, descriptive flavor, they're all in that Fina uniform. It's a little different from when you see Hook wearing. You get the feeling that each Dune has their own sort of style and cut. They're in kind of a green half cape. Uh, two of them are women, one of them's a man, and it's the man with the beard uh, that you have hit. Uh, you can describe... Um... I, I ask here, like, I'm genuinely curious. Are they all the same race, or are there is there a mix of stuff? And I don't mean to be like, do you make up these characters? I mean, genuinely, are no. they all kind of? Um, some of them have hoods up, so it's hard to tell if they're human or half elf. Um, but the man is definitely not an elf uh, with a beard oh. this good. Uh, you think that, and then it sort of like wax begins to melt because the flame, and you get the feeling that maybe he's an elf all along. <laughs> cool. Okay. Good to know. Rander, you said 17? Uh, 16 damage. 16. Okay, cool. Boom. Yeah, how, how do you how do you whack, wallop this guy? Yeah, I guess, like, I, I run up and just, just as I'm running up, just, like, just, like, a baseball, like, uh, like a baseball bat, so I, like, lower my hand to the bottom as I swing just to get the real good lev- leverage onto us and just... Nice. Uh, roll me a d20. Uh, just flat. Just let me know what the... And if you get above a 15, let me know. I got a 10. Nice. 
Um, you get the feeling with a little bit more momentum, you could have fucking swept the leg here. Uh, but you manage to just crush Chain at the side, not quite the knee, more the upper thigh, and that's gonna leave a mark. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to do on your turn? Um. Uh, yeah, I think it's too hard for me to. I do. Any kind of spells or mm -hmm. anything. So, yeah. So I, yeah, no, I'm good. Cool. Um, which brings us to the top of the round. Hook, taking in the scene around you, chaos, which is usually your element, <laughs> has gotten out of control. Um, you see some of the werewolves uh, kind of limping and help in the corner as like two Fiena tried to like stab it with swords. They seem to surround this one uh, poor werewolf creature. Um, but there's other werewolves from a pack closing in around them. So it's an odd little Russian doll of one wounded werewolf to two, seemingly okay, Fiona to three that they don't realize are stalking up behind them. Um, it's, it's the mayhem of battle. Uh, and in Hibernia, we don't play by the one-on-one -on -one rules of history. That's what we did in history, right? You just respect it that it's one-to-one -one all the time. Um, it's all very civil, yep. The, yeah, that's why they call them civil wars. Mm. Mm. Um, the <laughs> King Ferdok McDuke and his brother Lynok Felad, they are holding their own. They seem to be able to take on a couple and they seem to be pushing the fight to their favor. A lot of your Fina brethren have either, uh, you see one of them throw down their sword and kind of back up and the werewolves seem to be, just be kind of pinning them in place, waiting for potential orders from their leader. Mm. The battle is turning, but like, battle is battle. One wrong move by anyone and it could easily sway the other way. Okay, so are so, some of the Fianna are, are, are giving up. How many? You get the feeling that they've at least, you know, put their hands up and are, are of the 18 that came in, 12 are still fighting. And five of them seem to be fighting you. Right, okay. I, I'm, yeah, if they're, if they're all actively going after me, then... You plural is in your, your group. Oh, okay, yeah, grand. Uh, so, right. So they're still doing anything. Hmm. I had hoped tying them up with the carpet would have meant that they were being inhibited. Unfortunately, a lot of danger ensued afterwards. <laughs> so I don't have a nice wrapped in a neat little bow. Oh, good, I stopped the fight. <laughs> um, so, um, let's see. Let's see. Um, I've used a hell of a lot of my spells, stopping Paul. <laughs> I was wondering when you'd start regretting that. <laughs> no, I still have a scorching ring, um, <laughs> which I can aim at Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, how many are, are any of them on me? I'm, I'm at a distance, right? Mm. To to bring uh, Chad into the fold, you see that the one of the Fiona seems to pull out a pouch and dig into it, and and the one that seems to be giving up throws out a handful of dust. The dust instantly turns into scorpions, which turn into a hill of scorpions. Uh, thank you, uh, Lindsay. Uh, and another one uh, seems to wild shape into a tiger. Rawr. Also, thank you, uh, Lindsay. Not uh, Sky Tiger, mind you. They're alive and well. Uh, Graham's tiger, the the not endangered type. The ones you can kill and not feel bad about. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Finally. Um, Christ. Okay, well... Is there anywhere where I could see a 20-foot radius that wouldn't cause uh, damage to my own party? Um, is there, no. like, some... 
Yeah. Really, it's such a skirmish at the moment. Uh, the archers who ran up the stairs, no? Yeah, yeah, either one. Sorry, but you'd only be getting one of them. Okay, yeah, that's actually the plan I had anyway. So um, mm. I'm going to cast Scorching Ray, uh, which is, as you remember, uh, three rays, which I can target three different people. So mm -hmm. going back into my other pocket, pulling out Finger Gun. <laughs> and that's where I think I keep putting your hand in, but never pulling anything out, just different hand gestures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, hold uh, on, hold on. I got this somewhere. Oh, yeah, here we go. But like, Hook is genuinely going through his inventory, like, no, I left my finger gun in the left breast yeah, pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these, these hand gestures are like his, uh, like his, um, barrel focus as well. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. Like component. <laughs> They're ninja oh. hand signs. Just build him a holster. I've literally never done this before. Um, I'm casting it at fourth level, which gives me two additional rays. So it's now five different individual rays of damage. Oh so, shit! Nice. It's high noon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, is that literally you know what, going? If you want to use your can, you can you can get more rays. I'll let you do. Um, you've got six rays at the moment. Five rays. Five rays. I got five rays. Five I'll let you have a, a D &D full chamber. Like compete six. with Matt Mercer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's quite you nice have... about this is that even though it's just a batch number, it says 1851 on it, which really looks like a year. It's very Wild Westy. But apparently that's the batch <laughs> number of it. <laughs> that's such a stretch. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying it's nice. I'm not saying I'm doing it. I know, but it's so good. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to use this, uh, you could have an extra bullet in a six chamber, like, Oh, yeah. pistol. yeah, you can have one extra ray if you want to use that beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The last bullet has Paza written across it. <laughs> <laughs> right. This so, one's for the man who killed my father. <laughs> that's six people. Do you want me to roll for each one individually, or do you want me to just roll and see if any of them get hit? Ah, yeah, yeah. Are, who are you? Are you trying to aim at six people, or trying to, like, what's your dispersion of rays? Um, yeah, I'm going to try to aim at six individual people because I'm I'm still also trying to intimidate them with the ability. If there are six individual within 120 feet, that's the range. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, but definitely, definitely the two archers. They're the first two. Get the two at the height. You know, pam, pam, and then, um, yeah, the ones the any of the others. Your choice. Puzzles on the ground. I don't think I need to set him on fire. Um, nope. <laughs> losing. He didn't make his save, did he? He did at the end. Of, we're just top of the round. Uh, All right. We, there's a okay. lot of stuff. Uh, only six seconds yeah. have passed. <laughs> um, Keelan, um, if you're going to target, yeah, but this is all this is all in in uh, in Hook's Red Dead Redemption slow time like yeah, six shooter kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll definitely be cocking. You know, uh, fanning the. Um... I need the thumb. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Do you have six just D20? Hook's there fanning his cock. It's all going really well. <laughs> I don't have 60-20s, but I can roll these 26 times pretty quickly. If you can do it within... <laughs> I'll tell you what. You sound so weirdly um, proud of that. And add more. I'm going to do something <laughs> kind of wild here. Um, I'm going to give you six seconds to roll as many d20s as you possibly can. <laughs> and let me know how many of them are above a 16. I'm going to give you a five-second countdown, and then you get to go. And then I'll say over when the six this seconds is about as ready? as close as any of us will ever get to being on the crystal maze. Five, four, three... Two, one, go. That's a kit. That was a two. That's an eight. That's a nine. That's a fifteen. That's a six. That's six. A 12. Okay. Well, yeah. Any? How many did you get above uh, sixteen? None. No one. You got a fifteen. Oh, that's, yeah, that's 15. just that's straight 15. on dice. 
Two twelves, yes. fifteen, a nine, an eight, a two. I rolled more than six times, but none of them. That's good. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm happy with that. Fifteen was the closest, but um, I I presume there's bonuses that I add to spell attacks plus nine to all of them, but I presume you're asking nice. number. So on. the lowest one you rolled there was an eight, I think. A two. I rolled a two first. Oh, so only one of them misses then, which is the two, because even the eight you rolled still beats plus nine, still beats the sixteen. So okay. six attacks hit out of I think you rolled seven. I think yeah, I think I uh, yeah. We'd have to watch yeah. it back. Uh, we'll check the bar two. afterwards. Uh, but let's say six. All six of them hit. Nice. Um, all right. But we'll just do one damage roll, because doing that again is... Yeah, yeah. But it's, I will say, if you get more high noon, you now have an ability called high noon, which is we give you six seconds to roll as many d20s. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you roll them one at a time. Yeah, so yeah high yeah. noon, if you want to sponsor this... Uh... Yeah. yeah, I was I was trying to think of like a way to make it like beer focused. And I was like booze focused. Like there's a drink called a highball. I'm like, no, if we call it a highball, it'll just be a dick joke. And that's not the same. <laughs> yeah. And we're both on this show. We are. We're too crude. Highbrow. Highbrow. Oh, damn it. It was right there. <laughs> All right. Roll your damage. It's not as loud, is it? When it's two dice. What's your damage, Keelan? Ah, uh, it is five. <laughs> it's uh... five. Cool. Yeah, five per each one of those. Um, nice. I think. I'm trying to remember. Scorch and Red, it's been so, so long. Yeah, 2d6, that's it. Oh, wait, it's yeah, 2d6, so five each, yeah. Nice. Three and a two. Um, the You feel the room, like, like bar, black bars come across your vision. So you scan and do a full 360 around the room, shooting off these six... Which works really nice, six into three sixty. Every what, uh, ninety degrees? Sixty uh, degrees. Sixty degrees. Yeah, every sixty degrees, you're firing another one off, uh, and these rays just go <laughs> from above. It seems like a wonderful, like Irish mythology spiral as we kind of long expose this shot and see these kind of bending, scorching rays around, uh, dealing five damage. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, cumulatively, 30 damage. We, we, we pull exactly back that. and see some guy with a laser pen and it just kind of breaks the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that I'm if saying... If you would focus that on one person, that would have been pretty devastating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all intimidation. It's all intimidation. Um, do you want to roll an intimidation check? Uh, yeah, yeah, why not? Okay. I actually think I'm better at intimidation... Than Arlington is significantly better. Yeah, you are significantly yeah. more intimidating though as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm like like Arlington's a he's a physically intimidating guy, but he has a minus one two intimidation, and then both Iggy and Hook have like a plus eleven to their charisma. Hook has has small Puka syndrome, which yeah. Is really well, yeah, yeah I've only fucking... got a, I've only got a plus five to intimidation. I've got a plus nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like that's my so, so, damn deal though. <laughs> So Hook is like a yappy little terrier that's like weirdly scary to kids, and then Eggy's like a great Dane that doesn't have to impress anyone. It's just like whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I'll eat you if I want to, but I don't need to. I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't really fit with my character. Anyway, I, I mean, no, I as a person, like, um, she's obviously a border collie. <laughs> I also enjoyed how that like you were all like, oh, I got a five, but I got a nine. It's just like yeah, to a guy who has minus one, it's minus one buddies. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have a plus one, but that's it. Like. Right. Me and you oh, are just gotta... me and you are weirdly the physical people. Even Still nerds, shut mind. up, Keelan. Give me that intimidation check. <laughs> Eighteen overall. Nice. Wow. Um, 
We have Arlington up next. Arlington, you have a good battle sense. The vibe of the room is changing. Um, you're hearing more snarls and less like less carls. And someone goes, Carl! <laughs> and Carl is slaying in front of you. Uh, it is your turn. Um, does it look like the Fina are trying to like back up? Are they trying to get out of here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They look like they uh, ran into a, a dog hound pound. I don't know. I, know look, I used up a lot of my um, DM juice. Must be the worst six confused. seconds of their life. Um. <laughs> that was whatever the opposite of painting a picture was. That was... <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it my I'm job to describe? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so are the mm, okay? You said there's some of the fina that are like like backed up to a in a in a corner, surrounded by the werewolves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to run over in between the the fina and the werewolves, and I want to try and like be like here, let them go. I'm trying to think what would be the best way to rationalize with werewolves <laughs> with these guys who are just wait, killing. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, stay, no. Put it, drop it, drop it. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, because I realized I was about to just do a fucking (laughs) persuasion roll, which is just we've learned I'm not good at. Um, They're not animals; they're they're sentient werewolf beings. Yeah, okay. Uh, It's real rich coming from a bugbear, like these savages. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And they even think. I tell you what, I'm gonna do. Right, I'm gonna run over. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm gonna like oh, sorry, that. saunter. No, be- no, keep be- that voice. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wish I could go back to that. Now it's gone. <laughs> no, it's gone. Um, I'm gonna walk up to the the Fina who are pinned uh, mm-hmm. and kind of like clap a hand on one of the werewolves in a like a battle brotherly fashion. And I presume I'm still covered in Pazo's blood. Um, mm. You can shake um, it off, obviously, but uh, no, I'm gonna leave it on there. I'm liking the carry vibes I've got going on, um, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna uh, throw. The lair skull axe between the. I mean, I, I assume there's at least two Fina officers uh, there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna like try and throw it onto the wall, like between them, just to, like scare the shit out of them, and just just growl, leave. Um, nice. Then, uh, make a make an attack roll. It's not hard. If you get above a twelve, uh, you pin it between them on a piece of uh, banner. You say it's not hard. <laughs> oh wait, plus my modifier. If you don't do well, uh, that is a fifteen. Fifteen, nice, yeah. The ones that were kind of going in for two sort of short sword attacks on this damned werewolf suddenly stop as this large axe, comparatively to them, just and hits against the wall. They initially think something just missed, and then they think something big just missed, and they turn around to you as you say, leave. And they are, you hear their swords, drop to the ground. Um, cool. As I do that, I want to then use my bonus action to put my. I'm going to put my hand out to the Lariscal axe and just think, return. <laughs> I'm going to see if nice. it comes back to me. Yeah, make a uh, religion <clears throat> check. Oh Christ! Then <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> I know. Religion. Okay. Oh, it's only a zero. That's not the worst. Uh, sixteen. Hmm. <laughs> like nothing really happens. Yeah. So then I'm gonna turn it into a like a fist, <laughs> 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 like that's what I was always going for. 
Yeah, we don't like even get like a satisfying. <laughs> I was going to bump their fists cool. in, in consolidation. <laughs> Self return. Uh, the, we don't even get a satisfying audience linger to see if it moved at all. Like there was no, you know, uh, movement there. We didn't even get like oh. a, an Avengers Easter egg where it shifts a little bit. <laughs> no, we didn't even get like an Inception, like slight dangle. That's much better. Yeah, Inception, Inception spinning top. Um. Boswell makes another death saving throw. Unless you want to move, Arlington, I think that was most of your. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. So I just ignored him. He's like, I'm still bleeding here. Uh, uh, yeah, which that, brings that's that's my turn. Iggy, Iggy, a lot has changed uh, in six seconds, um, but it does look like even though the numbers are in this side of the Fina, the werewolves have home advantage. They know where all the good at attacks are. <laughs> so once again yeah i feel like when it's my turn it's like it all seems like it's fine so don't you know don't, don't worry but i get him i might i think i'm gonna try and do um can i use major image can a major image look like a person that they know if i know yeah the it looks like anyone. a guy called major uh image. <laughs> reporting for duty can sergeant image tell these fuckers <laughs> what to do yeah absolutely major image can 100 percent look like a person you know Okay, well, I, and I'm maybe this is my magic is going to fail again, but I'm going to try. What I want to do is I have that the book that uh, speaks to Abby de Vauclair, and I'm mainly okay. using the book as a prop. I want to put it on the floor in front of me and make a make it look like what I'm imagining to us would look like a um you know like a it's called like a hologram hologram, hologram? but well, to yeah. them just to look like magic but to look like it's coming from a book so it would make so many sense and i want Ooh, it to look cool. like it's abby de Beauclair, and she is saying to them stand down trust these men and i'm hoping the last night that i spent with abby de Beauclair, we all spent with her uh, in a pub and i have a flashpoint to there and i'm wondering if there was something that she said to me at then or anything that i could use to like add some believability to this so they know it's her. I don't even know if, that, if they like her. Losing with the hardcore D and D mechanics. Look at this shit. That's so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You trapped them. You're stuck. gonna be like, you can't do that actually. But no, 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 that's no, no, genius. That's, so like, that's you're, really like good. if the illusion fails, it'll look like a hologram. That's fucking so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you you drop this book onto this major image. Doesn't require any checks. It's like it's just happens. Yeah. There's no like anything. You drop this book onto the ground. You realize as you look down. You've left them on red for a little bit. Like, oh, okay, Max, <laughs> um, I, I also image... I, I want to keep it close enough to me that like this is still precious. I'm using it as a prop, but it's precious. If someone died for it, I want it to be like right beside me. But yeah, sorry, go. Abby de Vaucaire's, uh visage appears. I want you to roll a D20 flat. Let me know the number. Okay. Oh it's a five. That's okay. You do cast a spell, um, but just like Wes was alluding to, it's not as photorealistic as Major Image should be. Like Major Image, you can make like a dragon appear basically, and it's like, that looks like a fucking dragon. This looks a bit janky, but yeah. because you narratively are pulling this out of a hologram book, it really works. It's like almost one. better. Uh, she's a little bit grayscale. She's a little bit kind of VHS on the sides. Um, and she says exactly what she said, believe these men stand down. And there is something that um, you know that a lot of the Fianna might be willing to listen to. 
And that is, if one of them falls, often you give them a burial rite. Uh, Hook, you know this, Arlington, you know this. You actually had a funer, uh, funeral way back in episode one or two. One, yeah, like uh, oh yeah, we had with, a funeral, uh, I remember that. And there is a song that they sing. Uh, and she starts singing the song for them and it seems to just subdue the room. Uh, that song goes something like this. And you hear uh, in the room, uh, Abby Devo Claire's voice come out. And uh, she's historically not a great singer, so that explains the. And she loves covers as well. Yeah, she loves covers as well. Um, and she says, uh, through half spoken, half singing, I am living to nourish you, cherish you. I am <laughs> pulsing the blood in your veins. Feel the magic and power surrender to. Ishka Baha. And uh, they all turn because they know that this is a funeral song that means to them when one of them dies, you live on through the blood that pumps through your veins and through the spirit you bring and a peace. No one's tr ever truly dead if you remember who they are. And that's the idea of I'm living to nourish you and cherish you. And I'm, my life now takes on more meaning to keep your memory alive. Uh, and this stops the room. Um, Pause is going to make a death saving throw. Puck has a single and then, uh, An additional <laughs> Fina Man starts running in with Yeah, as Flatley crosses the screen. Yeah. Oh no, we're not ready for Flatley. We just had Guinness introduced. We're not ready for Flatley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to take our break there. But Paul, you were about to tell me something important, I think. Can I give uh, Iggy, my inspiration because that was a really, really good mechanic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, coming after the break, Iggy, you have uh, DM inspiration um, to oh, use nice. as you will, which is basically an advantage on a roll. Um, we will be back in about 15 minutes. Before we go, there's a couple of things I want to tell you about the show. We long, pretty much since episode, like from episode go, uh, Dakota Irish uh, have been a partner of this show. And we are incredibly appreciative of their belief in us and their support. Um, and the way the deal works is that we essentially said, look, we're, we're a tiny part-time show. We don't want anything. If you can give our audience a, a benefit on our behalf, that is good for us. That benefit is 10% off their site, pretty much. There's some exclusives that you can't use it on, but basically a lot of the stuff you get 10% off on, uh, on your first order. And if you go to, to Cut Irish, you check out their wares, fill up a cart and enter the code HUXPUNKS before you check out. That's a sweet 10% off. Um, a lot of people have come to us in our Discord to share their Dakota Irish purchases, which is really nice because we do the same. Um, and I have plenty of dice here that are Dakota Irish. I love using them. Uh, they are just beautiful. And if you're dice hoarders like us, you really like them. But they don't just do dice, they do dice trays and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and also other viewers of the show over the last close to 50 episodes have wanted to somewhat financially say like hey we like what you're doing we want to throw you a little bit for your Kofi. Uh, so we have a Kofi account and it's kofi.com forward slash homebrew quest I believe uh, but again we just do this because we like hanging out with you in chat and you watching in the community that we built around the show so we take anything that's given to us there and we give it to an organization called Maasai who are the movement of asylum seekers in Ireland trying to end this frankly, archaic for-profit system that we use here when refugees come to our country. The land that is supposedly 100,000 welcomes, and we are dog shit at it. 
Um, so I'm not sorry, trying to end direct provision. So we give it straight to them. Um, if you are enjoying the show and you can, please help them by supporting us in that way. You can, you can also just go straight to them. You can cut out the middleman. We don't mind it. Honestly, it goes to a good cause. It doesn't have to come through us. Um, but if you want to support us, Homebrew Quest is where you can find us pretty much across all social channels. Uh, and we have a Discord, which is on our Twitter account. So hopefully if you're watching, we'll see you there. If you come from episode 49, just let us know. Hey, it's Ben. You know that. You've just been listening to part one. And you'll probably hear us again in part two. This is that classic middle-of-the-show announcement part of a podcast, and chances are it's not the first time you've heard this exact pre-recorded take, so let's jump right into it. This episode of the Homebrew Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Dakota Irish, purveyors of finely handcrafted dice trays, vaults, and towers. We are huge fans of Dakota Irish on the show, and love supporting local creators here in Ireland. That's it from pre-recorded Sober Me. Let's see what tips your me is up to. Hello, and welcome to part two of Homebrew. Welcome back. Um, if you're just joining us, uh, don't. Go back to the start. What are you doing, you madman? Get out of here. <laughs> just go, go to the beginning. It's still be up. It goes up straight away. Our VODs don't, don't you know, go into a sneaky hidey hole between live streams and availability. They're up immediately. Um, I think we should just dive back in, unless anyone has any community news or otherwise. Um, the 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 high noon which I've just opened and, and started is delicious, absolutely delicious. Um, very mild, actually, considering the uh, cactus fruit. Um, yeah, just really really gorgeous. I definitely suggest it. I promise nice. not to distract any more from the narrative. We'll get right back into it. But can you imagine the poor folks who are here for the beer reviews that are just scrubbing through all the D and D shit? It's like, what <laughs> is the beer like? <laughs> Timestamps below. <laughs> it's yeah, like they talk about this beer here, 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 and here. Okay, orchard thieves, it's like a cider. And cider is like a beer. It's also like a fruit. Uh, will I go on? It's like beer yeah. from apples. <laughs> yeah. Beer from apples um, with the fun, more fun words, which is scrumping. Scrumping. There should be more words that specifically mean like stealing specific yes. things from disgruntled that's, farmers. That's the only word that I know of. Yeah, it's to steal mm-hmm. steal apples. <laughs> but. <laughs> it must have been such a such, such an epidemic that they had to come up with a word. It's like, oh, I got robbed the other day. Oh, like, uh, regular robbed? No, scrumped. Yeah. Get scrumped. It's damn vandal stealing all my apples, mm. my apple trees. It's scrump day, ladies. <laughs> That's where it comes from. Every Wednesday, those fuckers stole my livelihood. Um, back in the banquet and welcoming hall of the kingdom of Osri, we see the Fenian Fenian warriors left alive, left at least sort of semi-conscious. Uh, if not fully dropped their weapons, definitely um, sort of weapon down. Uh, there are, I think I said, uh, 18 in total. Those who have survived the battle were down to um, about 14, only four people, uh, one of them being Pazzo, <laughs> but three others have taken sort of fatal, if not uh, almost fatal falls. And one of the werewolves uh, didn't didn't make it through. Uh, but you can see King Faradok um, slowly menacing to this group of Fenian warriors who are kind of puddled together and backing up towards the door. And he says to them, take your things, take your dead, and leave. And if you dare set foot in my kingdom again, we won't. 
be having you for dinner. We'll be having you for dessert. Like, is it more yeah. it's like a bit disrespectful? It's like, we'll have other better warriors. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, is we'll it invite more polite guests around next time? Yeah. But it's saying that we'll always, like, even if we had a huge battle, we always have enough room for dessert. So mm. we can always sort you out, even if we're in our mm. week. Or is it like, maybe we won't even finish it because by the time. We're done eating. We're still gracious hosts, but we won't we won't use the nice silverware. 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 So silverware. <laughs> It'd be the only silverware. Yeah, they don't use silverware the way in werewolf places at all, actually. Yeah. Um, That's why they have silverware. Yes. Yeah. So they can <laughs> feel fancy. Yeah. Um, without uh, being a danger of dying. <laughs> um, they this whole fight to... happened in the good room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really wrecked that carpet. Luckily, yeah, it was a chandelier. That tracks. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. One of the one of the werewolves uh, transforms back into uh, kind of humanoid form and does pad out any of the spreading flames and fire. Uh, unless you want to stop any of them, they are scurrying at the door, uh, metaphorically tails between their legs. Of course, they is, don't have tails. Is Pazo conscious? You're not sure. They seem to okay. drag him out with a streak of blood. I, I want to run over to him and kind of like. I'll grab my axe out of the wall, but I don't want anyone to like, I'll do it like subtly so no one realizes that I, you know, have to go and pick it up. I want people to, I want to maintain the illusion that it might come back to me. I don't want people to think I have to use my hands for my weapons. <laughs> yeah, like I, I want to have it like, you know, everyone knows that it's psychically linked to me. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I want to run over to uh, Pazo and then level the axe uh, kind of at him and just like see if he's, is he slowly coming to. Um, uh, basically, Arlington is actively trying to re- uh, reenact the the end of avengers where loki wakes up and then like hawkeye's leveling the, the bow at him, whether he realizes it or not yeah you um it's hard to level an axe at a constantly moving dragged uh semi-corpse oh sorry they're dragging him out i didn't realize yeah 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 they're pulling him out of the out of the, the hallway <laughs> sorry, just, 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 just please leave him here for one moment please <laughs> um okay well sorry i didn't notice, I, I missed that in that case he's gonna grab him by the scruff of the neck and like pull him up like face to face and like roar at him to try and wake him up just before he leaves yeah make a make a strength check are you still raging um yeah this would be right after the battle if it is then yes sure. yeah then i guess you get advantage that is good to know just a flat strength check yeah um unless you want to use athletics uh I, if i can i would like to sure sure uh, then in that case, it is a 24. 24. You pick him up. You pick this unconscious man off the floor with such strength that you hear a sickening crack. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you disagree. And in your raging form, um, try to shake a now definitely dead um, Pazzo. Utilizing <laughs> the dead. That's a good way. That's a good delegate kind of behavior. Yeah. That's, mm, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So I'm doing the Batman, where is he, but to a corpse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm. Definitely good behavior um, for a high king. Mm -hmm. you're, like, think you're dead and throw the body at them. <laughs> um, do I, like, can I Can I tell he's dead as soon as I've shaken him or am I, am I yeah, unaware? Yeah, the, the, the neck uh, snap is the biggest giveaway. <laughs> okay. um, you're not sure if it was the fall or your twip that killed her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can take. Yeah. 
I'll I'll let him go and like clap one of the Fiona on the back and be like, you better get him home. <laughs> Mary Jane doesn't <laughs> sound too good. Not Mary Jane, the other one, the other Wednesdays. girl. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna um, try and like pass it off that like you know someone obviously stood on a twig and just kind of back up that I accidentally murdered him. <laughs> yeah, uh, in, even in your rage form, your shield uh, axe and the voice of Aramon all dull within your mind. Can I? Can I drop one of my uh, tinker boxes? Company. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can, can uh, I yell wait, sorry. So, so my weapon shield and the voice of Aramon all dull. Yeah, you get the feeling that killing an unconscious man uh, is somewhat not, you know, high right. king material. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. And your connection to the gods and your, you know, the deities themselves might have been severed by that. Okay, cool. <laughs> wow. Oh. I know the feeling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Can, I, can I can I yell after them? Uh, and we, remember, we wanted to chat. If you <laughs> if you ever do come back, we could. You know, we're interested in a discourse. <laughs> yeah, uh, they just about get it as the the uh, hall doors <laughs> shut behind them, and you're left with a uh, what's almost a silence, and then the booming joy of King Ferdok, who goes. Hooks, bunks, you came to our raid. Oh, you have a friend in us. As long as this castle and this kingdom draw breath, you can rely on the werewolves of Osri. Fantastic news. Um, shall we shall we drink to celebrate and 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 um, celebrate the dead who died in battle? Bowls of mead for everyone. Bowls of mead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, they they sort of put the tables back. Um, one of them just moves the chandelier to the side, and you can you can pretty much sit in this in this banquet hall. Um, you do see some of the uh, werewolves, obviously being moved respectively out of the room. The one that did pass away, and obviously at the head of um, Fox Lee, Fredo Fox. Fredo Fox died. Voodoo was his brother. Yeah. Yes, uh, Voodoo is still pretty upset. Um, and more so that he didn't get James Vincent McMorris autograph. He only got one chance. I mean, aren't we all? Can I use my last bonus action, if I still have the carpet, if it's still alive in any way, shape, or form, to try to get it to smooth out? Just to help the... You know, yeah. Smooth it out. It might, yeah. might have burns, might be a bit cut in half, you know. A little bit bloody, but otherwise, all fine. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, yeah, you use me light, and you you have your candles. You can keep those candles if you want. There, you can add two candles to your inventory. <laughs> only only for for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'll get them to jump into my pocket. Yeah, yeah. But no one's They're inanimate afterwards. Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll jump into my pocket and I'll be fine. No no one's looking. That's just behind my back. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. <laughs> yeah, they 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 you slide them straight into your pocket. I can't um, wait. I get four candles. Hmm. Yeah, well, we're about to have dinner, so that's your opportunity. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't hold on to these forks. <laughs> the It's, you know, after any battle, there's a little bit of melancholy in the air. Um, they're a, a breed of border collie. And, um, <laughs> sorry, so bad. <laughs> what percentages were your beers? Uh, not, not high, high enough not for high that. Enough. <laughs> 
tell you that much. Um, but you all settle around the table um, and seemingly are celebrated and news of your victory of invasion and, you know, the Fina having to lick their wounds and retreat spreads. You know that it spreads through the village. Um, if there was a reputation bar in this town, it's gone up in your favour. If there was a reputation bar for the Fina, it's, it's definitely gone down. Paragon, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> and um, the afternoon, morning, I can't remember what time of day it is, but hey, that's the campaign. <laughs> the day is worse. Well we, well, we say this excursion happened late at night and we're drinking and celebrating into like the very like late morning. Sure. Compromise. Or you want to tick that tick that that calendar forward? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I right before this fight, I remembered what it was that you have to say in order for Arlington to go to the realm of the gods. That would have been mm-hmm. very useful if he hadn't just killed someone in cold blood. But fuck doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I'm very glad you didn't just say it in the middle of the fight. <laughs> just zipped out of there. That well, that said, I do technically, quote unquote, know what it is. But Ben said that mm-hmm. I knew it, and then immediately a fight started, and we've never discussed it since. So, yeah. um, uh, I yeah. know, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're having a bit of an L session, like we could broach you there. I mean, I'm, I'm, Arlington is spending the, I guess, celebrations is the wrong word, but I, I want to spend my time, um, like, uh complimenting the Osri warriors on like how they fought in battle and like reminiscing and telling them stories of my own fights when I saw my own friends fall I'm basically trying to make it be like this is you know you know when people have like a wake and they celebrate the person's life that kind of shit I'm trying to like cement a bond with them over warrior prowess or or whatever basically I want these boys to be in my corner when shit hits the fan <laughs> yeah you yeah. don't even have to roll you get the feeling that they are very happy that like battles especially in D&D, are a numbers game. And they had four extra people here today, which sort of even, you know, without you guys taking, soaking up those, what it was essentially six of the 18, a third of the Fina came to attack today, were occupied with you. And that does not go unnoticed and unappreciated. They are very much uh, sliding you bowls of drink whenever you want, to lap out of, <laughs> providing straws. 100%. Like he's he's not putting it up on the it's table. The he's on all fours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lapping it up. With his really rough tongue. I'm sick of glasses. This is the best. Why don't we drink out of bowls all the time? (laughs) That's, yeah. I think the bowls are slid over and everyone else puts them up on the table or holds them up and aren't and just, like, assumes you have to... You can't pick it up. That's rude. I carried this little tiny bowl from episode one, so I feel like maybe... And I thought maybe it was Dagda's (laughs) Cauldron. So I think I've got that bowl out and I'm like, guys, I brought my hand. Like, (laughs) I'm going to drink out of that little bowl. Try and finally... Iggy uses her own bowl and it's like COVID, you know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually probably not polite to host. But uh, yeah. I was wondering if I could look what uh, and I can't remember I think in the last episode, um, the last time I had this book, I still had my mother looking through my um looking mm-hmm. through my every move, like we all have, but you know, inside my brain. Uh and so I, I didn't never want even to thought of that me. actually. Yeah, it's an overbearing mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so, also, Iggy's, I feel like being like, oh, I'm going to like swear and you know, <laughs> I'm going to smoke and I'm going to do whatever you don't want your parents to see you do. What's, what's Iggy's um, first swear out of her? That's an excellent question. What swears over there? Yeah, I guess like. Has Iggy sworn what? at anyone this entire campaign? I don't. Th- yeah. Mm, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. What, what is. 
Maybe I'm just drinking extra out of these bowls um, to be even more. I mean, to be fair, I didn't know my mom was spying on me, so I can't really pretend like she's never done this her whole life until now. Uh, but no, I wanted to look inside the book and ask mm-hmm. Abby and um, Lisa Gav, uh, Rian, and just find <laughs> out what they're doing, what they're like, how their bit is going, and then know that she can't see what we find out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the last time you looked at this was a week ago. So we did the weekly, we did a week-long montage, essentially. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Did so, we find out where they were? Well, over the course of the week, um, while you were somewhat preparing for the ritual and a little bit distracted and then in a uh, in a coma or kind of a, in a static state or in stable state, we are um, technically day eight is when you go to Anagla. So we're probably day seven or six. Because it's a two, it's a two day journey. So we're day six into that week. So it was around day five that you did the ritual and then you spent basically 48 hours um, subdued. And over the course of that week, you have been receiving constant communication from Lan Falon and from Rian. And in this back and forth, you've learned like a good deal about the outside world, how their efforts have gone. They have narrowed in on the, uh, on three of the four treasures of the Tua de Dana. So their main mission was to, you're, you're, basic goal was to find where a ritual if there is a ritual will be taking place and you now have a map that pretty accurately pinpoints where that is and their one was to try track down these four treasures of the two of the Danon, um which could be according to the history of hibernia and the first fey invasion these were the sort of weapons and items given by the two of the Danon, the gods of this world to the first kind of pre-fina warriors. It was only after this fight that they kind of established themselves as the Fina, but these were given to them as a way to fight back the Fae. And um, Rua has bet them to collecting the fourth. You kind of already know this. You piece it together. She seems to have gotten dagged as Cauldron, um, and she's in possession of that now. Um, But Cleave Sullus, the Sword of Light, that's the weapon that Lan Falan wields. Okay. So a little bit like Gandalf always having the ring, but having to go off and research and be like, oh, fuck, I think it's that ring. And yeah. he's like, oh, shit, it's my sword. Um, and he had suspicions, but his research in the in the past while has confirmed this. Um, Leah Fall, the Stone of Destiny and the Proclaimer of the High Kings, sits at the seemingly same point as where Rua's ritual will take place. Arlington, you've been here once before. This is when you stopped being Grud and started being Arlington and where Taig found you. But you know it's kind of useless because it, as a item, its powers have been transferred into you, Arlington. So now it's just a stone. Um, It's basically just a rock because a high king has been chosen. And that's the, you've learned from this book, that's the difficulty. They, Rua did not want a high king on Hibernia. um, Because that is sort of pretty important. Um, you don't know exactly why. Uh, I can tell you that the end there are NPCs in the world around you who do have that information, but for the sake of not just spewing a lot of exposition at you. Um, and Lou's spear, which is the final one, was harder to track, but they have learned some identifying factors. They haven't exactly found it yet, but they do know from following it around, it can shapeshift into an item more suitable to its user. And the last records of it was saying that it was lost in a shipwreck east of Costa, which is the very east side of things, in the form of a fishing rod. That's the last time it's been seen. 
Oh, Sorry, on. was last seen where? On the east coast of Costa. Are we going to have to try to find um, Orla's character? Who I can't, I've just... Oh, yeah, looks like as far over this way as you can get. Oh, that's going to be dark. I have just forgotten yeah, what the character is called. Quail. Quail, wow. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the start of my name, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Quail. Um, the start of my name. Quail. I love those. Keelan, Keelan is Quailon in Irish, so Quail is half. Oh, okay, I thought you meant just like the literal the k sound. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, no. practically the same name. Yeah. Quailon. So uh, Quailon means, I think, tall and thin in or thereabouts, and uh, Quail presumably means either tall or thin. Thin. <laughs> Uh, it means, I think it means quite, quite, quite thin. Uh, although Orla has corrected me on this multiple times before. I'm being like, I thought you spoke Irish and I don't. I'm learning very, very slowly. In fact, I was playing games with friends of ours at the weekend and we conversed in Irish. It was lovely. Oh, unreal. Well, I mean, it's literally half of my name in Irish and I couldn't tell you which one it is. So. <laughs> um, sorry. So just to, I have a list of these fucking things. I could, I looked for them recently. I couldn't find them. So we've the 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 Cleve Solace, which Lanfalon has. Yes. Yeah. The Sto Stone of High Destiny, or have I misheard That's, that? The Stone of Destiny, which is Leofall. Um, yeah. Is uh, sort of a moot point because that is technically you in Fifth Element it style. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then we have the the Cauldron of. Oh, I miss what what was the Dag actual Cauldron called again? Dagnus Cauldron. Dagnus Cauldron. Dagnus Cauldron, which uh, which she has. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh, Lou's Spear, which hasn't been found yet. Yes. Cool. And then am I missing anything? No, there's only four. No. Cool. Grand. So Rian, Rian's weapon is just another, it's the other hero weapon that goes, goes with the shield, right? Well, yeah. Rian's weapon is actually just uh, Fragorok, the Answerer, or the Retaliator, uh, which is one of Lou's weapons from... Um, yeah. But so it should, so, yeah, it's like a heroic weapon of legend rather than shield. an actual... Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually from a different kind of era in Hibernia. So his weapon is from uh, later on when the two of the Danon ascended as gods and then kind of heroes. There was kind of an age of, it's not called the Age of Heroes, it is called something specific, but what is essentially colloquially known as an Age of Heroes. And Lou was one of those heroes and he had uh, he had a spear, which was given to him by the gods, but he also had his own weapons, like his shield and his sword. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, like a decade from now, uh, myself and Reem will meet up and then his sword will fit into my shield and we'll realize we were brothers all along and mm, mm, stage mm, play mm. and blah blah blah. But then you realize that as having a heart shape uh, blade and <laughs> yeah. have a heart and your so the shield was like a very specific half shape and the sword was also a very specific half shape. <laughs> and we were traveling yeah. together and didn't realize. <laughs> That's an odd well, shape. the funny thing is that uh, Reen is a uh, also a, a kid from a single parent, a mom. And you realize that you're twins. <laughs> that, that <laughs> if only Ty and Reen's mom could be somehow trapped together, maybe <laughs> you could spend like, Big deal. You think you're so special? My dad didn't know my mom either. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got uh, half a medallion. I grew up with one too. <laughs> this guy. Does that, does that uh, mean that Rian, Rian is the Danny DeVito? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm the Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you as a Schwarzenegger, that's not so much. But Re I, don't, I think Rian might have a problem with being Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Canonically, not true. Rian has uh, very loving parents, <laughs> but, Wait, but for the for the Rian sake of comedy, Rian's not a dad. No, no, no. Well, he might be. I don't know. Oh yeah. That's, uh, actually, that's a very yeah. He very much might be. We've gotten very sidetracked. 
<laughs> He's a Casanova, you know? You can't have that mustache and not have a lot of children. It's very fair. Fine around the side. <laughs> Fact in this world and every world. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can also, this is the information you basically gathered over the course of the week, but um, I realized that that is not limited, but like somewhat not giving you the agency to ask any questions. So if you have any questions for Rian, Abby, Captain Fresh, Prince of Kildare, Lan Falan, um, you can ask them. Um, but as a group, it's not like everyone gets a question. It's just like you can kind of discuss and and, and if there's anything you kind of go, okay, well, maybe this, this and this, they might have come across it. It will be a history, investigation, religion, based on the question, uh, a role, but you might find information. Yeah, there, there wasn't, I mean, the guys might, and we can talk about it and do it afterwards, but there was actually, I really just was wondering what, what they were up to. I wanted to confirm that where are we going to meet at the ritual place? Or are we going there? Or... Yeah, can we, well, actually, can we just get like a general update on what they've been up to and like how we can like, you know, what we've both accomplished separately and then, you know, maybe kind of figure out a place to meet in the middle? Well, yeah. Okay, yeah, hopefully they'll come and join us because we basically set a base up right beside Well, even, even if we know, like if we're either sides of Hibernia doing different shit, it's like, cool, well, now that you've done that, we can do this, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Brander has a question. Yeah, they, um, yeah, go ahead. Who are these people and what does that book do? <laughs> <laughs> we don't tell around here we tell him that the book isn't talking to him yes yeah, We've definitely yeah. been like, especially since Randir is a dwarf, we've like myself and Iggy specifically have definitely been like literally talking over his head. It's like, and of course, <laughs> Rian's doing this, blah, blah, blah. He's like, who's, I'm sorry, who's, and where's, and Ab, who's Abby? What I don't, is, I don't, I'm so angry. Is, what is this? To, what is, like, who was that weird hologram person that sung some weird song? Like, so many questions. Yeah, oh, that wasn't real, but also that is real, but also wasn't real. Does that help? Yeah. Based on reality, based on based on true events, but manipulated to be more interesting. Let me let me tell you, Rian, there's this lady on the other side of this book, Sour Sue's, you'd love her. Are you talking to Rian or are you talking to Randir? Yeah, Randir, uh, Hook just called you Rian. Yeah, Hook just called you Rian. Yeah, let me just say that uh, me, and, uh, me and Hook's relationship, me and like Randir's and Hook's relationship is quite strained at this point since she counterspelled yeah. me twice. And then tried to kill me with a with a carpet. Also, oh, that's I, like the adventuring party. That's the, that's the adventuring party you, version of calling you. teacher mum. Like, oh, whatever you say, Reed. <laughs> um, the the other question that I would throw in is uh, if Abby DeVoteer specifically has any idea of anything that we can say to rein in Fiona or potentially get the Fiona to. To help us, because yeah. that's how, 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 how to prevent us being attacked by further Fenian soldiers. Yeah, or or and send tell, her what, tell her what happened as well, like so that if she can spread the mm. word. Or they didn't seem like they were too big a fan of her, if I remember. No, pretending to be Fiona. Yeah, they all seem to be ruled by their own party, so it might be that we need to get the champions of the hunt to mm. like. Do we need to be getting information to them to get them to help? In the short. Period? Do we need we need to get the individual. Uh, FBI divisions in different states to share information or we're never going to catch Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a jurisdictional nightmare. Because we just attacked the people who had the jurisdiction here. <laughs> just all of red tape. <laughs> <laughs> we should cast red tape, actually. Uh, that, that'll get the play. On Banish yeah. jurisdiction. Bureaucracy. It's gone mad. Hey. Um... <laughs> Okay, so if I got this right, sorry, sorry go ahead. Sorry. Just also, 
I guess it's like, is there something that they want that we could be doing right now? Because as far as our next step, we're, you know, we were doing those things before pairing, but like, uh, like we get that fish, but they're over close to it. But is there something? Yeah. <laughs> All the questions. Yeah. Um. Well, 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 let's let's do some classic RP. We did some comment. Let's do some role play. So as you all kind of huddle around uh, this book, as if you're all helping e text, I suppose. <laughs> that's <laughs> it, that's it. Uh, Randir, um, sorry, Hoxpunks, do you fill Randir in basically on? That stuff comes up, I think we explain down. what things are. We're like we're sort of like an index as things come up. It's like Rion's a very small and uh, sexually charged mustache man. Like. <laughs> oh, Rander, let me tell you about all our mates who live inside this book at the moment. <laughs> yeah, just just on the on the, the way that Ben was describing it, I didn't want to be the you know the clueless dad just trying to be this like, what does that emoji do? <laughs> <laughs> Is this Pokemon? <laughs> We get off your Nintendos. Uh. Randy is slowly realizing that like Rian is not a person they know. He's a character in a book they have, but they've been talking about him like he's a real person. <laughs> wow, they really like that storybook. What age is Randir? I think I've asked this before. Like in terms of you can just you don't have to be specific. Like if you said two hundred and twelve, I, I honestly wouldn't know what age that was. Yes, what average age of like, works is like two or three hundred. Like is right? he Yeah, like is he young? Uh, you know, middle age. He... I think I said that he was uh, like about 118. Yeah, didn't you spend like. Oh, he's a teenager. Yeah, you did. You spent a huge amount of time working in that beer place. Like when it turned out, it was like, oh yeah, he's been working there for like 100 years. Yeah, like I, yeah. Or like I spent, years. I spent, yeah, because I spent, so 50 years is when they become, they're deemed adults in Dwarven society. So I've been working for the for the beer company for probably about 50 Well. But I, I also work dwarf in places. Mm -hmm. Young, dumb, and full of runes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in terms of like, I guess my question is isn't specifics, but like age vibe. Does he get? Does he come across as like thirty year old who's just finding his feet? A forty year old who's like pure dad energy? Like, what does he have? Is, is Randy on TikTok? Is the question? <laughs> yeah, he's on TikTok, but he's on the the thirty year old section. But he's on the cool where you get your pick hacks and <laughs> TikTok the rocks. Um, your pick hacks. To sell his beer to any audience he can. He's definitely on TikTok. You know. Yeah, I would say that his TikTok. I would say that the kind of like I guess vibe he gives off is kind of yeah early early thirties kind of vibe in the sense that he he knows a lot more he he knows a lot more stuff but he's also like because he's in well traveled he just makes a lot of stuff. He's he's a boomer but he's active on Reddit. Yeah, but I'm also an ally. I'm an ally, guys. When he dabs, you're not sure if it's ironic or not. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, that gives me a good picture around here, because uh, I know what the rest of these chuckle fucks are, are basically their their jam. Um, so you start writing in this book, and the first thing, what's the first thing you ask? I'll, I'll defer to Iggy. Iggy, you haven't been here for two weeks, so you guys take a back seat. She's, she's Lucy's, it was Lucy's question. Iggy's question. Well, the first question. Oh, is this have we already established? Have I already have we already stopped the cauldron thing? Yes, everything I've said has yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 
Do you think we're all going to die? <laughs> Brandon gets visibly, noticeably nervous about that question. Well, I know. Um, you get Don't worry, that I'll, I'll pass the book around so more strategic answers can be had. Well, that's a valid question. I also wouldn't mind knowing the answer to that one. <laughs> oh, wait, and I, uh, I grab it like, oh, and write like, I mean, like in the next month, like not like in general, <laughs> you know. It's not an existential thing. It's a practical yeah. question. Uh, yeah, yeah. That you you see those kind of three loading dots, and when you add that next bit, they stop again, <laughs> and then they come back and goes, "Well, I should hope not. We've been planning very much against this event." Yeah. Okay. Uh, can I just say what uh, what can what can I do to help? What can I do right now? Um, you see, next steps for plan of action: establish a base of operations. My suggestion is where you are. It's close to the ritual spot. Mm -hmm. Ask the the where. I don't know how much you've told them. Uh, how much yeah. have you? Uh, how, how are like full transparent? Yeah. Asking Faraday. I also want to have mentioned that I made the little hologram for as well, because I feel like I want to be on I don't want to, in case you get in trouble for doing something like that. <laughs> I want to have told her all that. Yes, impersonating an author. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Different Fiona come in, knocking down the doors. <laughs> like identity theft, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, the real you get a response, which is, I will tell her. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, you get the feeling that sometimes, like, uh, anyone who's sort of very blankly to the point, that's probably Lanfalon writing to you. Um, <laughs> so and he writes in very awkward all caps. <laughs> so, we, so we have, so yeah. So I'll everything off with a pair of D-Rantler emojis. Yeah. Um, send us a, a, a estimated sketch of the unregistered teleportation circle in the Kingdom of Osiri. We will make our way to you post haste. Oh fuck! I forgot Tigs with us. Yeah, that's a good plan. Mm. Okay, well, I, I want to do that. I don't know if the other guys want to ask anything else. Yeah, do uh, we? Are, we're we're not near the the teleportation circle, or do you mean the one in Osri? He means the one in. Osri. He means the one in Osri. Oh, that okay. you tried to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can come to you. They're in Dune Moor at the moment. They're in a kind right. of fortress city. Um, so they're not too far away. Grandier asks, what is TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> so hold it there. keep hearing it. You have some kind of... Mm. It's, it's sort of like, do you, know, do you know the sending spell? But imagine everyone is, is taking the same <laughs> sending spell and just trying to lip sync up to it. it is very, that's basically it. In response, uh, Lanfalan asks, well, Ronit, what is crypto? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I uh, I I have a question, which is you know, um, uh, oh, I did have a question. What did I say? I wanted to say. I immediately forgotten. Um, ah, yes. Uh, is there any great? I imagine all of that was in character, by the way. Yeah, I'm writing all of that down. <laughs> yeah. All right. yeah. Um, do anyone want to play any games? No, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, you get a free animate object, so the pen writes while you think. It's like take yeah. this down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. While, while I'm distracted, it starts drawing the lines for like a game of, of X's and O's, but uh, <laughs> it's, on, it's on autopilot. <laughs> um, Would you like to play a game? 
Um, it was not. Uh, how how uh, get how should we get the Fianna on board? You know, there's all the other champions in the hunt. Is there a good way? Because we're running out of time um, uh, to send a messenger that you know a code word or something where we can get them to listen to our cause. Or is that something you can do? Yeah, there's a little delay, and you get the feeling you've seen this a few times before that the book is being handed over, uh, and um, you hear. My reputation um, has been torn to shatters through a, you know, propaganda campaign in direct. Mm. Uh, trust in the Fina is down there, and trust in me and other Fina is has never been lower. However, if we can convince the and they underline the champion of the hunt in Baha Glen, they have means to contact all the other Fina um, head dunes and and forts and bands and groups. Um, and there's a little bit of delay, and it's important we convince them that there was a potential fey invasion. Mm. Um, Huck, your appearance, Arlington, his mannerisms, Iggy's connection to Rua, all of this will go against you. Try not to cause any trouble, but if we can get to the champion of the hunt, and convince them that is the key but i'm scared we don't have the time uh cook you know this is your champion of the hunt in Baha Glen. Uh, right. and and because of that i am happy to pass it over to you for a name i i will offer you up just so you know lock nut okay um, well i actually have such a like plethora of beers uh, in me i'm 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 gonna I'm, I'm, if you're stuck for names, I mean, I know you've got loads of good ones, Keelan. Sierra Nevada. <laughs> Pretty good name. I actually don't mind it. Um, there's a name I never thought I would use, which is kind of why I want to use it. Um, but it is preposterous. Uh, so feel free to say preposterous no. Preposterous is a good name. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's, it's Minky Boodle. Oh, no, uh, that's good. <laughs> Minky Boodle Minky. is very good. These yeah, same, like, we end up saying them unironically, and it just <laughs> yeah. Hang on, we've been we've been running this campaign for like nearly two years now, and the whole the whole premise of it is naming people after beers, and we've never had Minky Boodle before. <laughs> <laughs> I've had I've had the drink, I've just never had the opportunity. <laughs> it never way, sounds like beer. It, uh, yeah, it sounds more like oh. a person than a beer. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I always thought of it. I thought I genu genuinely, until I looked at the can right there to use it as a name, thought it was Minky Doodle. Um, yeah, Mink, I, Minky Boodle is incredible. That's then I thought very much got my vote for for the champion, the champion of the hunt, Minky <laughs> Boodle. No, I vote for something more glorious. I'm gonna say that he's got to do something really epic to be like a champion of the hunt with that. I'll give you... Well, one, we don't know their uh, gender. And two, it's definitely Minky Boodle. Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. it's the B-sharps of names. It just, yeah. like, it's funny the first time it's, you say it. And slowly... It's, it's, either, it's either Minky Boodle or Boodle of Minky, which I'll also accept. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> Minky I Boodle brings argue. up so much joy. They're obviously a gnome. Obviously they're a gnome. Um... Hundred percent. We've met any. I don't think have we met well, any gnomes. If, if it helps, any... 
if it helps at all, the brewing company is is Thin Man Brewery. So uh, it could be a thin gnome. Thin gnome? Yeah. I'm I'm very up for the first gnome of the campaign being like unbelievably important to the whole ethos of the world. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, Yes, Minky Boodle, a a thin male gnome, (laughs) is the champion of the hunt for the Bagland. Of which is the kind of head champion of the hunt for all. Minky Boodle has taken down so many creatures, creatures, monsters, like is unbelievably kind to plants and animals, has both the viciousness of a, uh, you know, principal of a school when needs be, but also the kindness of a principal of a school when needs be. <laughs> that's, the, that's his vibe. Uh, and Just a different school. <laughs> yeah. Um, Minky Boodle is the champion hunt. And if you can convince Minky Boodle that there is a, a fey invasion of which you have never seen before, as in the entire realm, um, and the one purpose the Fianna stand for, like you understand that Rua has done a sort of subterfuge campaign to, on the one hand, start sowing discontent within the Fianna itself. Taking Abby off the board was fucking very clever on her part. Um, and the fact that they're kind of disjointed and the world is isolationist left it sort of ripe for this for this exact thing to sort of make people annoyed at each other and to take their eyes off what was ultimately her goal while also her goal aligning with, with something that seems like it's good connecting hibernia through oats and then being able to do that in such a way where there's so many local problems like the hags you came across the roads kind of popping up these things that she's sort of all spotlights are with individual local things and you know hook from as a member of the Vina, it's really hard to convince anyone to be like come help us on this big thing where they're like we got to chase down this almirage that's yeah. just burst out of the Feywild. um it's a master stroke maybe you should be proud your, your mom's a genius it's only taken her thousands of years uh, so she has a plan um but if anyone who has the time as a mother as well it's very impressive yeah <laughs> All uh, she did do is neglect her child. All she did is not do the, the mothering part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is what it takes for a woman to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, my intention, obviously, but unfortunately, the intention I have to claim now. Um, <laughs> Minky Boodle, of all, would be able to unite the FINA if you can convince them. Okay. Um, tough challenge. You haven't finished your FINA trials. So you're I not even. Say, I was actually just going to say, can I go back and be like, uh, I've finished my Fiona trials now because I've definitely done the things. Wait, is, is, <laughs> do like is, 10 Hook, things. is Hook driving us around on a learner's permise? <laughs> is that what's happening? Quiet. To you. face the Elite Four uh, and ultimately the champion, you need to collect seven badges across the round. <laughs> yeah. I turned in one or two to, to Abby de Vauclair, I think, um, when I arrived there. I'll tell you what, in our Discord, in our private one, um, which is basically the same as our public one, we just have different channels, um, we will chat about the, I think there's nine or ten things you need to do. And we'll go back through the last basically 50 episodes to figure out, have you done them? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's a good I way. I think you're that's... probably right. Like, you I think I'd be close, because I was going to say, if if we're still in the montage mode, although I went with Lucy or with Iggy, um, so I'm definitely part of that journey. Um, if at some point in time I can go back. Uh, I might get an audience. You see, if you level up <laughs> as a Fianna, you might automatically get a, an audience with um, mm-hmm. the, the Minky would be the one to like, do the ceremony. And, yeah, and so, I mean, just, after just, that, yeah. all I have to do is um, mention that I'm the prince 
of uh, the Fae and try to convince them. <laughs> uh, make a quick, um, make a quick, I don't know, like a wisdom check? Insight check, I suppose. Insight check. Yeah, it's all bad when it comes to me being wise in any way, shape, or form. I was going to say, it would be not a good idea. Like, yeah, Hook is, Hook is very convincing, but clueless. <laughs> yeah. Wisdom, you say. Then that's straight mm-hmm. up six. Six. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard well, to say whether you being Prince Hook is a good or bad thing. I know. I Look, you know what? I'm using my inspiration to get advantage. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. Before this campaign started, Ben told us it was going to be about like roaming the wilds of a fictional Ireland, and none of us thought Ranger with a high wisdom stat. Why not? We've all got dog shit wisdom. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, fifteen this time. If that's if that's better. fifteen, um, you shouldn't have overheard this. But when you were initially in Bahaglen and in your playful and and curious um, lifestyle, you overheard um while trying to fetch money for jacks that fell through a roof that you're playing on down into a meeting room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that Minky Boodle and some of the champions and what do have connections with other members of people in different realms. Like the idea of the realms being there and the material being the most like quote unquote civilized, that's nonsense. Like that's there, yeah. like there's there's structures and infrastructure in all the the various planes of Hibernia. Um and what was definitely a conversation you shouldn't have overheard and weren't really paying attention to, something twigs that, like, some fae might be in on this, the idea of mm. keeping the realm separated. Right. Uh, and the only reason it stuck out to you and you said, I'm never going to remember that because that was about my dad and I hate him. because <laughs> it <laughs> might have been your dad. Yeah. It might have been King Puck. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Well... That's even more reason to go and admit that I'm the prince. Um, okay, well, so if... Undercover boss the whole time, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if time permits, my plan is to go there, see if I have completed it, and if not, blag the last ones that I haven't, uh, get you'd Lord and convince them. A couple of weeks. You definitely have at least a week before the world ends. Yeah, yeah, you know, that, that's what I'm concerned of. But I don't know, mm. I went with Iggy, and, the, and her journey could be a, um, a more adventurous one, so... Mm. And also might tick off one of your badges. That's the other thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's possible. Yeah, so, demons, demons are a big one. So. Yeah, that definitely, that um, definitely happens. Tying knots, starting fires, murdering demons. It's those are the three main ones. The family business. <laughs> <laughs> and look. Um. So that's a good Fina plan. I think the other question you had was, what can we do? So, so what we've to summarize and to kind of basically close out the show, and not a dramatic sense, but in a way that gets everyone. Uh, new watchers and, and players alike up to speed with what's going on. Um, Lanfalon and Rian uh, are going to try find this fishing rod. Rian thinks he knows who has it. Um, and he, he, Cook definitely knows who has it because I heard him earlier. Um, <laughs> so, um, the, and we had a big conversation about his name. Uh, that's the quite likely, quite likely it's Quail who has this fishing rod. Um, and so that's the treasure sorted. They're going to make their way to the kingdom of Ossery um, and set up base and plan for how to stop ruin. Just because she gave you a month, uh, Lampelon points out, you don't, between you and me, it's, um, well, the heart of a stone golem contains magical properties. And if we can get the heart of a stone golem and bring it to the kingdom of Ossery, I, we might be safe, not only from the world, 
approach. My liege, say, say no more, even though I feel like you pretty much said everything you were going to say. We shall fetch the heart of whatever golem you need. Point me in the direction. My blade is yours. My halfling is yours. My bard is yours. My... I think he's a dwarf. I don't know many... Randir. Randir is yours. We're all really... It's You've been very helpful. We're all yours. Point me Point me to the golem. And I'll bring you yeah, you, you X your way through his dialogue uh, <laughs> yeah, just to get to the <laughs> to the options, and you go, yeah, we'll do that for you, no problem. Yeah, so um, guys, we might have lost. Oh, oh, are we gone? Like I still me. see us, but obviously we're on a we're on a thirty second to it. Yeah. Are you saying they missed that sweet RP of me bumbling through some words? <laughs> <laughs> Never. I enjoyed that side quest energy, though. That was good. <laughs> Before we can help you. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. We'll do the thing. It will be added to my journal. <laughs> yeah, so I don't need to read it. I'll read it later on. I'll scan through it. It'll be fine. Add the, add the way that exists. The I'll ask what, they, what I need to do here. Stone Golem's Hunt, 400 meters that way. All right. Mm -hmm. Follow it's the on my mini-map, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we're good. I can see us looking towards. Yeah, we, we're in one of those now, now space balls. Space balls, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Skip to the moment where it's like, are we there? Are we not there? Um, I, have, I have the stream live to the left and I have the sound off. So I just saw myself and Ben in the stream going. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think we lost a couple, lost a little bit of, little bit of minutes. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, people have lost hours to the show. They're never going <laughs> to say, <laughs> none of this is time well spent. <laughs> But thank you, we appreciate you all. Um, so, to summarize, the whole gang is going to make it to you. Um, a little bit inside baseball. Whether Gav comes back or not, I'm going to ask him. He's super, super busy at the moment, and he's doing really well in real life. Um, so we might join us for a few, we might not. Uh, ditto with with anyone else we've mentioned. Otherwise, in, in a classic D&D &D style, I will play them as the DM, uh, as they come back. Um, Kingdom Mastery, more than welcome to help. They just need a little help with this, protecting the kingdom first. And um, we obviously need to go to an Igla, um, because canonically we do. <laughs> so, <laughs> actually, that point, that and then obviously. Well, we could have just come back, right? Run. Yeah, exactly. You didn't actually go into the 10, um, so you, you don't have to do that part of your, what you what your aim is, Iggy, yet. Um, and if you can make it to Mbaha Glen, absolutely fantastic. Was there, th I feel like there was one other question. Can, can we help set up this base? Um, can we yeah. get the female involved, go to the back of Glen and, and talk to Mickey Boodle? Um, anything else we should know? I, I think they've told you everything. So in the course yeah, of this exchange, this, I think you're pretty well up, but also if you think of anything in the next two weeks, we'll we'll pick up one final question maybe. That's probably the fairest that, way to, that, yeah. that all sounds great. That was like, this little book is a, Juicy, juicy text message machine. Oh, the so exposition book I gave you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think we inevitably, like, we can we can chat in the Discord or something in the meantime, and then the next we're streaming, we'll have our question. Like, we'll ask something either way, even if it's something stupid, like, you know, how you pretty is Minky Boodle? But I'm sure we'll think mm -hmm. of something narratively that we completely missed. <laughs> I am more than happy for all the planning to be off stream for entertainment purposes. <laughs> it's, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, historically, that's the best part of live streams. And with that, we will end our episode here, which means next episode is episode 50. And we, in classic Cumbria style, have 
But Kaya, some things planned, not a lot of things. We'll figure it out. We've got two weeks. <laughs> we might make a celebration. We might not. We say that a lot. Classic homebrew style. <laughs> sort of, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's like, we should be proud of ourselves. But but aside from that, um, let's not do too much navel-gazing and, and, and backpatting. Let's just continue the fucking story. Um, so, before we go, uh, Paul, this Thursday, what's the Heresite topic? Oh. Do you have one? Uh, we're actually looking back on our own channel. Um, we're looking back from when we started and kind of reviewing all the old thumbnails and videos and things we tried and stuff like that. And just to kind of like a, a nice kind of like, because I think we're coming up close to, uh, not to brag, about 250 uh, videos. <laughs> I was waiting. It's like, it's going to be nowhere near or way beyond. <laughs> that sounds like a brag, to be honest. Um, yeah. Look, uh, we're not going to neighbor games. We're at fifty. There are two fifty. You get permission to look back. Yeah, like yeah. I think <laughs> it's not with permission to look. Back. Yeah, it's not. It's to be not... fair, Paul, the only reason you're at a much higher number is because you generate far more content than us. So that's hardly an advantage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're on every week. We're only on every two weeks. You know. Yeah, yeah we fair. also. Yeah, yeah, even at the start, we were on twice a week and it killed us. Mm. But um, yeah, I like it's not it's not for any celebration or anything. It's just it's just a kind of nice kind of look back and. We, we're calling to look look back at anger because we're going to be a lot angry at some of the things that we did, some mistakes we did, stars and stuff like that. Because yeah, doing two episodes a week while doing full time jobs was. A- it sounds like if you're watching this and want to get into streaming and and all that kind of stuff, this sounds like a brilliant here's out to. It's yeah. a bit of inside baseball there. Yeah, uh, I was going to say yeah, if you're only going to listen to them now, or 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 if you've never watched here's out, this might be the time to. Get a yeah, because we're going to talk about the thumbnail stuff and like our setups and everything, and then and then probably transferring to because we transferred to doing the live show. Uh, uh, yeah, because you were pre-recorded, things. pre-pandemic. Yeah, we were all mm. pre-recorded doing editing and stuff like that. Which is surprising thing now is because we've actually probably messed the same amount of live recordings as we had pre-recordings now, which is an interesting kind of one. Um, because we've been that's super impressive. Yeah. That's really cool. But um, yeah, we'll be talking about some of the back, the behind the scenes. Until Thursday, we'll, we'll, we'll see anyone who wants to join us Thursday. We're usually in the chat as well, um, because here it's honestly so educational. <laughs> I fucking love it. I've actually improved as a DM watching it, because hearing you talk about films helps me make more narrative stuff. You can thank today's combat on Heroes Out. Um, so, but we'll be back in two weeks for the 50th episode. We'll have some things up our sleeves, even if it's just hot air. Um, but until then, <laughs> look after yourselves. Be sound. Good night, and joy be with you all. Thanks for listening to Homebrew. If you enjoyed this episode, be sound and rate us on iTunes or the Android store or follow on Spotify. Or just click all the buttons wherever you're hearing this. It really helps us out. Uh, that's it. Thanks again. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode.